Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this is what we like to call a throwdown Thursday. And that's very fitting because we just managed to get through that Rams-Vikings game. And Lord knows they had a throwdown Thursday of their own. The old proverbial point explosion. So that was a pretty entertaining game, man. Kudos to the Rams, by the way. Uh, I think they single-handedly won a whole bunch of – I mean, they won the game. So kudos to that first for the real football. Uh, but clearly, I think if you had a lot of Rams players, and maybe even if you had some Vikings players, you, you were probably dominating your fantasy football matchups because that was a lot of offense. You wanted a low-scoring defensive affair. You wanted Jacksonville, Tennessee. You didn't get that. You got a point explosion, baby. That was good times. But that was a fun game, man. That was a fun game to watch. So uh, we'll chat about that in a minute. I think there's some fun stat lines with uh, you know the receivers and the quarterbacks just lighting the scoreboard up. So, but anyway, let's get everybody in here, man. First and foremost, because I know the first thing he wants to talk about is the Kentucky Wildcats football team. And if you weren't <laughs> familiar with Wildcats football, you better get there. <laughs> Yo, bro. Shannon, what's up, bro? Man, I on via the TV, I've <laughs> never heard Kroger Field, aka Commonwealth Stadium, that loud for a game. That's I mean, wild, those man. fans were. As they used to say back in the day, jacked up. Jacked up. It, that, that was an amazing atmosphere to watch on TV uh, Saturday night because they and Mississippi State did not like each other. But hey, man. I've, nev- I've never seen Kentucky own the line of scrimmage offensively and defensively against like a, a superior opponent. That that never seen that. Hey, well, you know, sometimes you got some good mojo. You know what I mean? Team buys in, team's playing hard, you got some talent, you got some execution. <laughs> you know, they buy in, they believe, and they roll. So I, we'll see how the season turns out, but certainly a fun start. And uh, Mr. Wildcat, Mr. Kentucky fan, I know you're going to enjoy that. Uh, well, we got South Carolina this weekend, so we can't get uh, too cocky, as they say. Too cocky, too cocky, yeah. Can't do that. I thought you were going to drop one of those old Confucius say jokes. <laughs> Confucius say, man. Confucius. Confucius say, man with hand and pants feels cocky all day. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. <clears throat> I actually had that written down. Too, Did you so. really? Oh, that's yes. funny. Oh my uh, well lord. Well played, sir. Oh, and by the way, um, Metallica called Virginia Tech. They want their song back. <laughs> They're not worthy. <laughs> Dude, kudos to ODU. Sticking it to Virginia Tech. I, I tell you, as, as we get further into the season, it's one, a couple of things you realize are like how worthless that victory over Florida State was. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I don't know how you, how else you explain ODU sticking it to the Hokies. I didn't watch the game, so it's not like I can really drill down that much in it. But, you know, if you had told me that was going to happen, I would have just laughed at you. And But there you go. So it was fun watching in the news feed. Um, everybody go nuts about it. So, and obviously we have a lot of friends being in RVA, being in Virginia, we have lots of friends that are, uh, UVA fans. They tend to be kind of quiet, um, these days. And then, you know, Hokies fans, football season, they're always chirping and chatting and, uh, they didn't have a lot to say after that one. So, uh, kind of entertaining. I would, I would like to hope that Mark didn't have any bets on uh, tech, but I would like to hope. Minus 29 was the spread in that game, by the way, for Virginia Tech. Oh, my God. Oh. ODU covered, by the way. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just, just just possibly. 
That's slightly. That's just a, just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. That's funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of Markman, let's get him in here. Obviously, it was on sabbatical last week, but he's back in action this week. So let's go ahead and cue him up, get him a song, get a little love up in there for him. Uh, I was going to call you Napstat. You know, <laughs> distant cousin to Napster. <laughs> uh, I, usually, you know, look, Wolverine, man, old man Logan, but all of a sudden, old man D-Stat, old man Mark's in the house. How you doing, bro? Living large and in charge, brother. That's good. Is, is your nap game strong? Absolutely. And I can tell you, I had I don't know the last time I trusted Virginia Tech enough to bet on them, so no, no, no wagers on Virginia Tech football and forever do you do you rank them under betting the wnba <laughs> perhaps <laughs> probably inquiring minds want to know degenerates out there say yes that's a good strategy don't touch the hokies don't touch the hokies all right you ready to hit your cue brother yes sir all right here you go three brew and fun buddy Woo! Woo! nice i like it i like it man that's good that's good so I know you got to enjoy a, a little uh, the New York Giants win over the Texans. I'm not sure what that means for the Giants or for the Texans at this point, who are 0-3. But uh, it, it was good, man. Like um, I wasn't sure what to make of them either. So I, I guess quick impression of that game, and I know you're happy just to get the W, but uh, whether it's that or maybe something else you want to lead with, but I'm just kind of curious, quick take on the Giants. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, I feel good about it. I mean, I, I watched the majority of it. I was returning from uh... – the wedding weekend in Rehoboth, so I was uh, watching on my phone, and um, not 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 Game Pass, but actually watching the game. I, I felt really good about what I saw. It was the first time Eli looked comfortable, uh, so Lion actually protected him, which was appreciated. Yeah. Uh, Barkley doing Barkley things. He's again just ridiculous and definitely going to be a, a gem to watch and have on the team for a while. Yeah. Um, Beckham, I mean, he's quietly you know putting up. You know, he hasn't really had like a huge like Beckham like catch yet, but he's. Putting up, you know, you get a lot, he'll of, get a lot of catches, and he's been reliable. Oh yeah, he'll, he'll happen. But I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm happy with what he's doing. Yeah, you know, catching pretty much everything thrown to him. Usually having about nine, ten catches for, you know, buck ten or so. Um, I feel like most weeks. I so know, far. like that's underachieving. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, come exactly. on. Like I'm sure some people are kind of like, yeah, he's not. Well, shut up. He <laughs> um, <laughs> catch, catches everything thrown to him. Shepard had a good game. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I feel good about it. And, and the defense. Um, I mean, you know, I still think the Texans' offense is obviously underperforming. I, I partially, uh, you know, biased from you know glaring at it from a you know, fantasy point of view with uh, having high expectations, high expectations for uh, the Watson Hopkins duo. But um, I still think they'll get there. Um, and then they they, they get did better. better in the second half than the first. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Houston as a team obviously is is underperforming so far. So you know, I, I know not to go too far with it, but. You feel good about it. I mean, obviously, it's a win is a win. You've got to beat the teams in front of you. Uh, they played, you know, pretty well across the board. Didn't make too many huge mistakes, and yeah. uh, you know, got the W behind them. So um, going up against the Saints this week uh, in know, New York, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Mm. Um, so yeah, expect a pretty, you know, probably a high scoring affair. So got to got to bring, got to got to bring, you know, Beckham and Barkley. Got to have big games, but uh, you know. You got to fear uh, that Saints shut down defense, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why? Because they shut down while the offense is on the. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like that. I like that. that's that's a good call, man. That's a good call. Oh lord! By the way, I think Calvin Ridley scored another touchdown for you uh, during the open, Shannon. I'm so glad that. Uh, 
I'm so I'm so glad that uh, you were my opponent in fantasy football this week, and I got torched. <laughs> my, my squad got torched virtually single handedly yeah, like by that guy. Secondary baby. Yeah, Julio Julio Jones. He did like every big catch to that guy. It was crazy. Anyway, what are you gonna do? It's football. <laughs> and Mahomes just threw another touchdown. And Mahomes, yeah, he just ran around, danced around, and threw another score. Man, why not? Okay, all right, all right. Let, let, let's shift gears for a second. Because we know with Bethard coming in, we know 49ers going to a whole nother level, baby. Woo! <laughs> Randy, that was Dirty Pool. I'm sorry. Don't get me started. I know, I know. No, I, I do. <laughs> I empathize with you, bro. I empathize with you. Because not only, not only is Garoppolo lost for the season, that's one of those runs and one of those moments where you're like, dude, just, just run out of bounds. Just... It, why are you trying to cut for like an extra half yard or a yard? You know what I mean? Uh, it sucks no matter how you slice it. I mean, let's be fair. Um, you can be critical of some things. And, it, you know, I mean, the expectations for him were unrealistic given what last year was. So everybody and his contract. So everybody's obviously ready for him to light the world on fire again. Um, and they were mounting a, at least a spirited comeback against the Chiefs. But it, it's just a sh- it's just a shame that he's done for the year. So... I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd ask for your impressions on the 49ers-Chiefs game, but, I mean, it, it has to be dominated entirely by the Garoppolo injury, I'd think. In the end, yes. I mean, obviously there were some issues I saw early in the game, just some, some drops, but a lot of penalties. that they you, you can't have, like, the 12 penalties in the first half and expect to actually do anything. But, yeah, second half, I liked what I saw. The defense kind of stepped it up, held the Chiefs to three points. Yeah. Granted, I'm sure the Chiefs may have let off the gas some, so I don't know really what's what there because it seemed like first half, Mahomes could move the ball <laughs> at will. I mean, they did score on all five possessions they had in the first half. Which is filthy. Filthy. So, ultimately, I'm looking at – I'm hoping at this point now it's just – See what the young guys can do. Maybe see some of these guys really kind of step up and take it to, as you say, take it to the next level here for them <laughs> so that when Garoppolo comes back, then maybe we'll see something. But at this point, I'm just going great. And, of course, looking at the Vegas odds, they were 60-1 to 1 to go to the Super Bowl. Now they're 200-1. to 1. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, so. you'd have to be pretty bold to put any money on them to go to the Super Bowl. Um, D stat drop fifty. <laughs> <D-stat>. <laughs> Na- nap stat. No, thank you. Nap stats all over that one, baby. <laughs> oh, side note, side note, side note. And we obviously uh, mentioned him uh, by name earlier because Patrick Mahomes has been ridiculous. Um, Bovada has like, and I thought this was a hoot, and I figured Mark might appreciate this one. So, uh, the top ten candidates for NFL MVP according to Bovada. Anybody want to wager, you know, throw some names out there? Wager Patrick get- Mahomes. Do you, do you know where Patrick Mahomes is? I would say number one at this point, considering I don't think the Chiefs would be 3-0 <laughs> and without him at this right now. 3-1 to one odds right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mark, are you taking that? No. <laughs> Breeze is 5-1. to one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is 6-1. to one. Tom Brady is 8-1. to one. And, you know, they got Goff and Todd Gurley and Cam Newton. There's some good names on the list, but it's just funny. It's just funny to see him up three to one, man. You talk about a strong start to the season. I, I'm curious how many people are hooking into that 
Um, you got some recency bias. The team's playing lights out. He's making these crazy throws, but that's a bold one right there, man. But, um, God, that, that touchdown throw that he had on third and goal was just – that's something you see in a video game. Yeah, just, oh, it was absolutely a video game. I mean, just scrambling mm-hmm. around and then just firing a missile in there. A bullet, just a bullet, yeah. pinpoint target. Um, that that's that's what he can do, and I mean that's it's. I know obviously I, I keep talking about Barkley, you know, and yeah. he, he's a, a rare rare talent. Uh, Mahomes is too, and I, I by, clearly, um, you know, and, and he'll have some, he'll hit some bumps in the road. I mean, that's at that's, some that's point exactly exactly as, as you're saying. Like that's, I mean. Is it impossible? Could 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 he could he shock us all and have a a genuinely MVP quality year and 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 perhaps win it? Sure. Oh, possibly. do I think it's going to happen? I, no. Well, uh, there's a lot of not, season not, not left. Yet. Yeah, there's there's a lot of season left, and I think what most people are waiting for is the typical, you know, Andy Reid's offense kind of starts hot, and you know the Chiefs have had these big starts before. And then they kind of have that slowdown and that lull kind of in the middle of the season. So yeah. I'm kind of curious to see, you know, as teams really prep for him and prep for them. Granted, we've talked about them, you know, past couple of weeks. And they have su- such an intriguing set of skill position players. And then a guy that clearly was ready to step up and be the guy. Clearly, they made the right decision. Thanks for the memories, Alex Smith. Peace out. I mean, they made the right decision. Yeah. I was yeah. I was reading an article that said that they knew they had to get in front of the Saints because the Saints were going to take him. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, how much would that have changed the NFL landscape? I mean, we already oh had crazy God. quarterback changes anyway. Cousins to Minnesota. I mean, we had a lot, a lot of stuff happening. But can you imagine Mahomes? Because you would think that Breeze would have left, right, as a free agent, so he would have had to go somewhere. I mean, who knows what happens with Cousins, all this other stuff that's happening. But Mahomes in New Orleans would have all been equally disgusting. You know what right. I mean? Oh, God, dude. Yeah. I mean, random quick, quick thought question yeah. that everybody, everybody can answer if they have mm-hmm. one. Um, maybe, maybe I'm just thinking, thinking too quickly. But, I mean, top two scariest offenses in the league right now, are they the Rams and the Chiefs? Uh, yeah. maybe. I mean, you figure. I mean, Gurley, Goff's playing crazy. Plus, they're paired. I mean, they're paired with a good defense. Not that you saw a defensive masterpiece against the Vikings tonight. Yeah, I, I would think most people would probably take that if if you if you if you stuck that out there. Mm. I mean, I don't know, man. That that Tennessee Jacksonville game. This past <laughs> Blake Bortles, baby, come on. It was scary, but um. they're not scary. <laughs> <laughs> they should well, have, it, they should have saved that game for Halloween, dude. Exactly. Like uh, with the Rams, game. with the Rams and the Chiefs, though. I mean, you also got to give credit to the coaching because you've got two head coaches who are excellent with quarterbacks and yes, know how to get true. them prepared. Yes, very, so, very true. Yes, I don't know any other. You know, head coaches other than like what Belichick, maybe, and maybe Pate, Sean Payton, that can get their quarterbacks that prepared to just well, absolutely dominate every single game they're in. I, I will right. say this: I'm not sure how the season is going to turn out for the Redskins, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and I'm sure there may there may already be fans that feel this way that are like, you you, you let the wrong guy walk. <laughs> you should have kept McVay. Um, oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. you know, and that, that's, that's, yeah, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but whatever. You can't do anything about that now. But I, I get, I don't know. I just have the sense that that feeling is going to grow, that they should have gotten out of Gruden 
you know, that sounds wrong, but they should. Dan they should. Making, <laughs> wait a Dan second. Snyder making the wrong decisions. With yeah, I mean, uh, no. What are, what are you talking about? The Redskins, you know, botching an organizational decision. Pfft, come on. I mean, jeez. What do you? It's never happened before. Ever. No. Shocker. Uh, well, <laughs> if that's how they're getting out of Gruden, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they got they got the one they got the one in the stink right. That's for sure. <laughs> Maybe they put two in the hey. stink and one in the pink. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's terrible. Um, but you know, I don't know. It, there's a lot of really intriguing young quarterback play. I mean, it, you know, Baker Mayfield is super fascinating. Obviously, golf is, is lighting it up, and um, I, you know, I don't know. Mahomes just seems like he's he really is is going to be special. But granted. You know, think about what Garoppolo did for parts of last year. Think about what Watson did for a big chunk of uh, last year. Granted, he got hurt, so, you know, they're still ironing some kinks out. You also think back to what, you know, uh, Robert Griffin III exploding onto the scene. And, you know, teams are going to figure you out. They're going to start taking away certain things. Uh, Not that I'm directly comparing, you know, Griffin to those guys or anything, because that's not realistic. Different, Different styles of quarterbacks. But, you know, sometimes guys... They hit the stage and they 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 just they just light it up, and the right. question really is how long can you maintain that? How do you grow your game? I mean, Dak Prescott had a pretty solid start, and look and look at where Dallas's offense is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the criticism of Dak is is well justified. I don't know how much of that really falls on Garrett, really falls on the team. I mean, you know, you can you know go a lot of different directions with that, but. Dak hasn't lived up to the billing. So far this year, Deshaun Watson hasn't lived up to the billing. Not that he's been garbage, but a little stat padding. Uh, he certainly hasn't lived up to it. So, And Garoppolo, well, I mean, he's out. He, wasn't, he hadn't lived up to it yet, but certainly potential was there. So, you know, it's very early to crown him, as Denny, as Denny Green would say. Crown him! You want to crown him? Uh, it's early to do that, but when you're watching Mahomes, and he's not a rookie. I think some people forget he's not a rookie. Um, but some of what he's flashing, uh, I mean, some of the throws that he makes are just so ridiculous. It's hard to believe that this is his first chunk of time as a starter. I mean, this dude, 13 touchdowns, man, you know, he's setting what what, NFL record for the first three games of a season. He's hit Mm -hmm. nine different receivers for touchdowns and and we're, I mean, he's three games in, I mean, it's completely ridiculous. Uh, I was joking around, and for people that haven't heard his voice, and you're going to hear it. If you haven't heard Patrick Mahomes speak, you're going to hear it. Um, And it's a bit of a riot. If you Google it, one of the things that comes up is, does Patrick Mahomes have a Kermit the Frog voice, which I thought was very funny. Um, I like to think of it more as he's like the – he's he's related somehow to Ed Orgeron. (laughs) That's Because it depends on the sound clip that you listen to. So Shannon hasn't heard – Hasn't heard him talk yet. And so I I pulled up two. One is with Jim Rome and one is with Colin Coward. I'll play the Coward one uh, first because then I think that's where the Kermit the Frog thing comes from. (laughs) Let's hope this plays right. Oh, what are you doing? Thanks a lot, Daily Snark. Let me reload the page. Boo! (laughs) Boo! We'll try this again. By the way, I saw you make or something. How far can you throw it in the air? The furthest I ever threw it in college was 83 yards, but I had a little bit of wind at my back. I had a little bit of wind at my back, but I, I like to say that I can get it anywhere from 80 to 85 yards, depending on the day. Good Lord. Okay, so that's one. So you can you can get the Kermit the Frog reference on that one. 
Right. Wow. Okay. Totally. We're sure, totally. That, we're sure Coward's reaction wasn't to the, the sound of his voice <laughs> there. It could have been. It could have been. <laughs> but, but, here, but here's Patrick Mahomes uh, with Jim Rome, and I was looking for a date stamp <clears> on it. It looks like it was back in uh, back in February. But um, here, <laughs> here's, here's, here's Rome chatting with uh, Mahomes. Schools. But what's it like to be that guy who has to lead from the front that everybody else will take their cue from, and how do you approach that? Yeah, for me, it's all about just going out there and having fun. Uh, I, I love love playing football. I love the passion I show while I play. And I, for me, I'm going to go out there and basically just play and then let the people will gain respect for me by just working hard, doing all that stuff the right way, and then I'll become a little bit more vocal as the season goes on. I mean, yeah, I mean, can't you is, can't you hear a little? It's Kermit. It's Kermit it's o- Ogeron. With Kermit, yeah. yeah, it's Kermit Ogeron. It's the weirdest thing. He's got a is, really. Is he from Louisiana? I'd, I'd have to look it up, but he he's look he's got he's got Southern twang. He's I mean he you know there oh, was a, a post game pre- yeah. Southern twang, he's it, there was a post game uh, and I don't maybe it was on the NFL Prime, which I, I don't know that I can make it through an hour and a half of that anymore. But somebody was talking to him, and it sounded like that guy. You know, we were joking about about Ed Orgeron the other week about how it sounded like he, you know, and I think he said something like he gargled with Epsom salt on on the show, and we laughed and we laughed. But you know, Mahomes, when I was listening to him doing his post game presser, like his voice is already rough, you know, as it is. He already has a little bit of that in him, and so after a game, you figure he's yelling, calling cadence, all that stuff. Dude, he sounded like he had some rocks in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was wild. Texas. And that's the one I was trying to find because I would have been like, yeah. But <laughs> what a distinctive voice. So Kermit Kermit or- Orgeron. I-, I like that. That's a win. Tyler, Tyler Texas, wherever that is. Well, See how close that is to Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> it explains why you went to Texas Tech. I mean, good Lord. But, yeah, that was... I was not expecting that voice. I'm sorry. I was just like, holy hell. <laughs> it surprises you. It totally yeah. surprises you. It's very distinctive. And I want to say it was Kelsey, and maybe it was with Dan Patrick. I, it could have been Eisen, but uh, was talking about how, how you know they, they rode him. They gave him a hard time about his voice. They made fun of him. Clearly, he's you know he's dealt with that. He's used to that. But now that you know it, the tables have turned, because now he's the guy, and you know they're basically like, "No, we eased up on that." I mean, you know, what are you going to do? He's, he's our starting quarterback, and we're kicking butt. So we, the, he's you pretty, know, he, he's pretty close to Louisiana. So yeah, and it's you sound okay. however you want to sound. Yeah, yeah. So okay. cer- <laughs> cer- certainly a bit of a riot, but I, I love Orgeron though, dude. I, yeah. That dude cracks me up. Oh, but. especially when he's pissed. That's when oh. it's that's when it's really great. That's when it's fantastic. So I'm waiting. F- I'm waiting for Patrick Mahomes to be post game raspy voiced, pissed off, right? And somewhere, somehow, God bless. I hope somebody creates a soundboard of that guy because it's going to be good times, man. It's going to be good times, buddy. Hell yeah! <laughs> we gonna we gonna need some of that, man. Yes, we gonna sir. need some of that. So uh, if, if I, if I yeah, can, uh, I, I don't know, it might be a total distraction and well, that's fine. You know, it's a good idea. Don't do it. But um, did you by chance see a phenomenal clip of uh, Kevin Hart on uh, with Mike Greenberg about uh, Kawhi Leonard's press conference from the other day? No, but I heard everybody was like, Kawhi Leonard talks. What? <laughs> uh, I, I, will, I will share it in the sports group chat if you uh, it's 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 just an amazing clip that. Uh, so Greenberg was talking with uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Hart and. Um, uh, Kawhi, uh, he's, he's just—he's a very monotone dude, but uh, yeah. he also has a rather 
bizarre speaking voice and um oh the uh, laugh oh my god yeah it's 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 amazing let's see let's see if you have a good clip let's see i've got the sports brew chat open man i'm waiting for you to drop that bad boy in there it's coming right now Oh, you just cost CC Sabathia $500,000. He plunked you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wanna... look, pro tip. If you're up 11 runs, you don't need to hit people. Stop. Uh, <laughs> just stop. stop. Just stop. If, if you want to know where to start the clip, start the clip at 131. <clears throat> 131. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. Let's take a peek, man. 131. I'm going to have to jump to it. Here we go. I'm good. A lot of people up here don't know much about you can you how would you describe yourself and what would you like people to know about you uh, I'm a fun guy uh, obviously I love the game of basketball um, I mean it's just more question you have to ask you know, um, in order for me to tell you about myself I just can't give you a whole spiel I don't even know where you're sitting at <laughs> that sounded like it was it, it's like painful for him to talk <laughs> I, I, I'm so excited to be here <laughs> Kevin Hart's having a meltdown what is that? Oh, Kevin, Hart, Kevin Hart lost it and I did too when I first heard that like, it doesn't sound like a real laugh one of my favorite like mm. I, I saw one of the tweets earlier people were retweeting and it's like mm -hmm. when you're on a date and you only have 38 bucks and the girl orders a steak dinner <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, ex it's extremely like awkward yeah that's that's real good yeah <laughs> <That's horrible. laughs> another loaf of bread please yeah hmm <laughs> Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, thanks for sharing. I had not heard that, so thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, you're most uh, welcome. I don't, I don't know that I'm going to file it away with Ed Orgeron or Kermit Orgeron or Patrick Mahomes, but that, that was a good clip to hear. And that, yeah, that was incredibly awkward. <laughs> yes. Very awkward. That was incredibly yes. That was almost as awkward as uh, Alexandra King posting karma on Instagram. <laughs> if you don't know who she is, apparently she was Jimmy Garoppolo's ex. And that's what she posted after his injury. Dirty pool, by the way. Awkward. That's <laughs> what a, what a is bitch. Damn. Flames. Tell me how <laughs> straight fire. <laughs> but no, I, I was actually gonna say save save that uh, YouTube uh, link for yourself because actually the, the the segment was really entertaining. Um, it's highlighting a couple of really awkward. Uh, interviews from this preseason. I don't know if you heard about where Enos Cantor mm -hmm. said, like, uh, getting into the playoffs makes his nipples hard. Which uh, I, I don't really... have to sound bad. I, re I remember reading that, which is completely ridiculous. <laughs> I can't, Why would you say that? I, I can't believe somebody would actually say that in a press conference. <laughs> I mean, when I heard that, I was thinking if we did a montage of Jim Mora playoffs and then Enos Cantor <laughs> and then Kirk Cousins, I like that. <laughs> or you like that? Oh boy! If that's gonna <laughs> happen, um, God, uh, who was giving you beef, Mark? Who was it? Dykstra. Dykstra. Yeah. Oh my God! If we're gonna remix that, we need to throw in cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. One cheeseburger, one fancy, one cheap. Cheeseburger, fancy, cheap. 
I'm curious, was Cantor playing the sports brew drinking game before he went up to the podium and gave that nice little uh, one-liner? Possibly. Dude, sometimes people say stuff that's so dumb, you figure they have to be drinking. I mean, look, when we, you know what I mean? Like, look, when we record, I mean, we obviously enjoy a, a tasty beverage or ten, uh, or two, or uh, eight, um, along the way when we have a, a podcast session, we're having a good time with it. So you know that eventually during the course of the evening, we're probably going to say something stupid. Um, but our excuse clearly is that we've been drinking a little bit, and that's half the fun. But playoffs my nipples get hurt come on dude what when i think about playoffs my nipples get hurt i'm sorry that's just weird that's media day (laughs) that's just weird man dude what (laughs) what what are they putting in the gatorade what part of your brain goes yeah i'm gonna talk about my nipples getting hard what's up (laughs) y'all i mean no 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 i got nothing that's just a bad that's a bad idea how do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? <laughs> that, that was Cantor's coach afterwards. <laughs> uh, look, so is that worthy of the fail horn then? I don't know, but clearly Bill O'Reilly says, man, some of these guys should not I be can't live. Do it. Should right. not be live. We'll do it live. <laughs> can't do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> fuck it. Do it live. I can I'll write it. And, and my we'll nipples will get hard. <laughs> thing playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Honestly, if you want, you want one more good one. If you still got the video, mm. play, play it, play it three oh six. It's gonna make a Laker player look really bad. But Michael Beasley is not an intelligent guy, and he shows it very well. Okay, all right, hold on. I'll pull it back up. I'll pull it back up. Hold on. Three oh six. You say? Yeah. All right, here we I'm go. Good man. How are you? With taking a day at a time, where should this <laughs> Lakers team end up by the end of the year? Exactly where we want to. Which is? Where we want to be. Where do you want to be? Taking it a day at a time. All right. But if, once you add up all those days, where can you end up? <laughs> the future. <laughs> Fair. You're going to move the calendar there. But the future, let's say April through June, April through May, wh- where should the ceiling be for this group? The ceiling? Is the roof. Oh, is the roof. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's, oh, that's not a God. I'm not an analysis. I'm not a... No, I'm not an analysis. What the hell? Bro, this whole last chunk of time, man. This whole it's chunk of time, bro. All of these people, man. All of these people. Holy crap! I'm not an analysis. God, some people just should not have a microphone in front of them. I am not an analysis. Thank you, thank you. We have figured that out. Clearly, he does not know what that means to say, what is your ceiling? That, 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 and that's awful. The ceiling is the roof. The, ce- the ceiling is the roof. <laughs> yeah. The, ce- the ceiling is the roof. That's terrible. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. Well, clearly, somebody somehow for this whole chunk of time deserves this. All of them. All of them. <laughs> All of them. Everybody. Everybody there deserves the fail horn. Man, there's 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 no winning there. Zero. <laughs> zero. Zero point zero. Zero point zero. Zero point zero for sure. Let me take a peek at time. Thirty one fifty one. All right, we're good. 
So I guess, obviously, I, you know, I, I pulled some games up to chat about, but um, we salute, salute a clock before we, we get we, into the game. We, we do need to salute a clock. I think we're going to do that, and then I, I'm kind of curious about just some general impressions from, you know, ups, upset weekend. We had some good upsets that were fun, but I tell you, we'll leave with a salute the clock. Good call. So I've got uh, you know some beam and coke in my uh, Yeti mug, always tasty. And then I'm enjoying a three-notched 40-mile IPA, of which I am uh, clearly a fan of the three-notched brewery. They make a lot of good IPAs. That's where I celebrated my 40th, bro. That was a good call, man. That was a fun night. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, it fun was. to get together this past weekend for football. I hadn't done that forever. Dude, that was a I'm great so- That was a great time, man. It was a great time getting out. Uh, it's one of the few times I actually watched football live, which is really weird. Because <laughs> um, I'm so used to watching stuff on DVR, uh, but to, to actually be out, it felt like sensory overload. Yeah, I mean there was, was so much going on, especially with the you know the Bills and the Vikings game. Because I mean the Redskins Packers was entertaining. I mean there there was a full slate of stuff going on, and obviously we're at the sports bar, so we're getting our beers and hanging out and chit chatting and BSing with each other, sure. and then you know. It had good turnout. It was a lot of fun to get out and watch a game. And honestly, you know what? I'm at a point in my life, I think I would rather do that with a nice crew of people every once in a while as opposed to actually going to the stadium and going to the game. Yeah, same here, dude. You know, not not that I don't enjoy going to a football game. I mean, it's just that I've done it enough. And, you know, for us, obviously, if I'm going to a game, it's probably going to be at FedEx. So you got the drive, you got the tickets, you got the drive, you got the parking, you got the beer, you got the vendor prices, you get to hanging out in the parking lot, but you also got to get home. If it's a good game, it's, you know, you, you have a good time. If the game stinks, it's not as enjoyable. Uh, the ride home usually sucks. Uh, and there's so much traffic, you end up tailgating after the game. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really enjoyed that. It was nice. We did it. Uh, obviously, it was, you know. My birthday was Sunday, so you know, that was really the trigger point for it. But it was a good time, man. It was nice to see a lot of people. Mark, it would have been great to see you. I know you're out of town. You had oh, wedding sure. stuff. But um, it was good, man. Had a lot of people come out. Lord knows we drank our fair share of beer, ate our fair share of chips and salsa, looking at you, Shannon. Uh, um, yes, they, sir. They were probably like, <laughs> dude, we ate so many chips and salsa, they actually started to taste fresh. You know what I mean? <laughs> That first batch was old, bro. Oh. That first batch was old. <laughs> I, don't, oh, I don't know how the hell you two got through that. I was sitting there trying to eat a couple of those. I'm like, good they, lord, they were what not the good. hell is this? They were not good. We should have, we should have thrown them in a bag and just dumped them in a bin and been like, refill. I mean, they were bad. <laughs> they were bad. It probably would have worked. Who's to say we didn't uh, do that? Well, no, we, we, were, we were bearing it up and hungry. We actually ate. You know you're hungry when you like crush stale chips. The salsa was fine, but the chips were stale. They could have at least oven baked those things. Uh, warm Real, them up, I know, right? right? If you're gonna give somebody stale stale chips, can you warm those bad boys up? But uh, we, we had enough refills on the chips and salsa that they got fresh and they got hot. We were like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what up? Bottomless refills on this sucker. Uh, anywho, uh, Shannon, what you drinking, bro? Uh, I got to be sharp tomorrow, so I'm just uh, I'm gonna coffee up tonight. That's coffee okay. up, son. Coffee. Nothing wrong with that, bro. Nothing wrong with that. And I keep meaning to try uh, uh, a cold. A lot of people have told me I needed to try a cold brew coffee, and uh, I haven't mm. I haven't done that. But uh, Amber does that. She likes it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've, I've cut out. I don't do the creamer anymore, which has been a that was a really hard adjustment, bro. 
because I, I liked all those flavored hazelnut <clears throat> creamer and uh, I found a Cinnabon creamer. Oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> um, but you know, trying to be, trying to be better, you know, uh, well, so I've been but- using like chocolate soy milk and in the morning I use honey, which is, I, I, people are like, you put honey in coffee. That's gross. But honey and chocolate and hazelnut coffee is, pr- it's actually not bad. Would I rather have the Cinnabon creamer? Of course I would, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like when I transitioned from sweet tea to unsweet tea. That first couple of weeks is really hard, and then you get used to it. And then if you have, like, if I have sweet tea now, I'm like, it's overpoweringly sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah. I, I can't, I, I just don't do it. If I'm going to have any sweet tea, I do like a 50-50 blend. Um, or maybe 60-40 unsweet to sweet, so that I just get, I get some of it. So I, I've gotten used to coffee this way, and now I'll actually drink some of it just straight straight black it's you know that's not my preference but i can do that now without feeling like somebody's trying to stab me in the face you know what the i mean cof- the coffee you and i drink though is good coffee it it's is good, good quality coffee, coffee. yeah so, we grind I mean, the beans yeah 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 but uh, it, it, that's a tough adjustment dude tough adjustment anyway mark since you brought it up man what you got bro <laughs> well i was gonna first say um you are uh, uh, totally should uh, uh, cold brew it up. We, we've we've got a uh, a really nice uh, cold brew maker, and it's it's so easy to prep. You know, you, honestly, five ten minutes the night before, you give it give it a twenty four hours in the fridge. No no bitterness. Um, you know, definitely. You know, you can get a a decent little container for for not that expensive, and you know, get yourself a good couple of days out of one batch. And and you know, you get yourself a a nice container to like you know pour it into after it makes, and you can just have a, a new one. You know. Uh, brewing in the fridge while you know you use the other one. So well, I, I I swear by it. Well, I I would say I usually drink. Uh, let's see, if a normal, we usually do ten cups in a pot, ten to twelve, right? Yeah. I mean that's a day. So yeah. I don't know volume wise. You know that would be my only concern about doing a cold brew is, is can I you know if it if it takes twenty four hours a pop, it's really hard. That's tough because like we just set this thing, I grind the beans, throw it in there, bam, five minutes in the morning or maybe ten minutes. I don't know. Well, it's set the turn I, on I, and I, just go. I, I think what so. what you would that you would definitely need to do like us, and and you, you'd you'd make make a make a batch. I I don't know how much I'd say you get out of it. I mean, if if it's just you or you and and Sarah, you know, maybe get I drink more than a, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah has a cup in the morning, but I, yeah. I I have two in the morning and and two, um, usually two when I get home. I think it, it, it will last you. You just you you need to have have some uh, you know prepping in the fridge at all times, but it's it's so easy to do. So I I definitely recommend it. But. All right. Um, I guess I'll have to try it. Yes, sir. Uh, so, in terms of uh, a couple of quick things, um, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, come back from Rehoboth, uh, pretty close to Dogfish Head, or not too far from Dogfish Head. So, you know, I went there for the tour uh, on my honeymoon, which is amazing. But uh, definitely knew I'd want to either go back there possibly, or stop by some of the like, you know, especially liquor and beer shops around Rehoboth mm-hmm. uh, to get some Dogfish Head stuff. So. Um, I've told you guys about it before, but uh, double fist in the night. One of the things is this uh, sonic archaeology. So when I was there at um, at Dogfish Head, I didn't know they did liquor. I, I had no idea. Um, but what are you do. a Dogfish Head analysis? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> um, but no, I, I had no idea they did. But uh, so this sonic archaeology. It's it's some of the most delicious stuff I've ever had. So we got several bottles of that, but it's um, 
they call it an, an American epic cocktail. So it's supposed to be like a, a prohibition era cocktail with whiskey, rum, apple brandy, Yikes. and other natural flavors. And it's just incredible. So uh, got a, a small glass of that, and it's delicious. And then the other thing I'm drinking is definitely kind of out of left field and kind of in honor of uh, Justin. Um, I don't know if he'd remember or not, but I think it was one of the first times I came down to meet Chloe, I think. Um, you had a random, disgusting beer in your fridge that was some kind of, like, spicy beer. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, I'm sure it was a cheap one. It was somebody, something somebody had just left in your fridge. You never wanted to drink it. You pushed it off on me. I didn't really want to do it, but I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll drink it. It was so horrendous. It was some kind of was that that like, was that that ghost pepper beer or go, yeah, ghost? Yeah, yeah, I still I, have I, a I, bottle I, of it, by the I way. Think, it, I think, uh, I think so. It's it was, it's finally aged like four years at this point, right? Oh my god, it mm. was just freaking horrible but uh anyway i i do enjoy spicy things so mm-hmm. uh and well a i was gonna say not that i need proof that uh, y'all know how amazing my wife is but uh, i enjoy that we ran up about a 250 dollar tab at this uh liquor store in Rehoboth. um but uh this is uh kind of in honor of you is a uh rogue sriracha hot stout huh um rogue rogue obviously makes good stuff and um so i'd never had it before it is interesting it's 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 it's, i'd say it's more smoky than anything else it's definitely it's not gonna like be like hot hot but it's 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 very good so that's 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 an honor of you on that disgusting freaking ghost pepper (laughs) beer (laughs) yeah it was yeah it's not good i still have one oh god yeah i I bought them at the like some random and maybe it was the, the, the there's a beer place behind a shell. I always call it the Shell Station, but it's it's a, like a fast hop behind the local Shell Station, and they have a lot of beer. They have a lot of beer there, and I could swear I bought it there, <laughs> but it was a one off rando thing. So yeah, in the history of the house, there's been a couple of uh, bad beers that have lingered in fridges. There was a beer when we first moved here. I was in '09, I think. Yeah. Um, sounds about right. In 09, and we didn't have a fridge, so a friend of uh, one of our friends gave us like his old fridge from college. So we had this little, you know, mini fridge or whatever. And somewhere in that thing was like a Colt 45, and so that <laughs> that, that that beer stayed in there. And I don't remember which birthday party it was, but it was before we had kids. Um, Logan's four, so <laughs> at least five years ago, but probably a little bit more than that. Um, but I, I I would say that beer hung out for at least four years, maybe five, uh, in that, in that fridge. And then obviously we got a beer fridge. We got other fridges and one of the birthday parties, we were beer ponging it up like nuts. And, uh, somebody thought it would be a good, I'm pretty sure it was Jerry thought it would be a good idea that the loser of a beer pong game would have to drink that beer. Oh, and oh no, I, no. This, I, you, I know the story because Jerry and I were the ones who did this. Oh, to these poor- it was These your poor saps. It was your fault, asshole. Tell us, <laughs> go ahead, All right. go ahead so and what, tell the story. What, then what had happened was what had like, happened we was fe- <laughs> what happened was no, we were facing two guys. I can't remember their names. I don't, they, I think it was like one of their few, very few times they've actually shown up at the house. But they, they actually entrusted us to pour the beer. Mm-hmm. So Jerry was like, "Oh, look, here's a bottle of Colt 45 in the fridge." Let's pour it in some of their cups. Ah. 
So we poured it in some of their cups, and half of it was Bud Light. The other half was the Colt 45. <laughs> and so every time we were shooting, we were aiming at the Colt 45 cups. <laughs> Here's the thing. They drank at least two of those Colt 45 cups. Jerry ended up drinking the rest of it. <laughs> because I, we lost. I, 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 don't, I, don't know, I don't know that we drank two of them. Because I was on that side of the table. I want to say I had one. And it was I think awful. There was at least, well, I know there's at least one that I, I, someone's like, oh, what is this? And we were like, ha, that's the Colt 45. Yeah. It's been years since they moved in. Yeah, I, I think I had <laughs> one of them. And then we smoked you the rest of the game. And then Jerry, Jerry took one for the team and had to pot us the rest of that garbage off. That was rough. <laughs> Let me tell you. You know, there might be a fine-aged wine. There's no such thing as a fine-aged Colt 45. It does not exist. It does not, it does not exist. It's a bad idea. <laughs> Which means there's not a thing. There's, there's no finely-aged hot pepper, <laughs> chili pepper beer that's in the fridge. We don't play no. beer pong anymore, though. They, those days are done. I mean, we might play the game, but we put water in the cup, so we just throw ping pong balls and drink beer yep. casually, as opposed to let's fill it with beer and drop crap on the floor and put them in the cups and be like, mmm, that's tasty. You know. let's, drink, let's drink a lot of blue, blue fur. <laughs> let's drink a lot of fur and cat litter dust and shoe Ugh. crud and who knows what else is on a basement. I mean, it's in a basement, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, uh, we definitely had our, our beer pong and cornhole rage parties, no doubt about that. But yeah, I'm I'm over I'm over that style. I remember one of those beer pong uh, games turned into a liquor pong. So that yeah, oh, that's rum pong. Oh yeah, we oh uh, we played some rum pong. That was dangerous shit mm-hmm. right there, bud. Uh, I think that may have been the night I had to hose my face off. Um, that. <laughs> That was a good birthday, though. That was. The, oh, I yeah. remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, maybe that was. Uh, that couldn't have been thirty. Um, Dude, that's like thirty-five. I don't know. I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the night that Amanda showed up late, and uh, we played beer pong. And I remember her being really good. I'm like, yeah, you can be my partner. And then she was awful, and I was already, <laughs> you know, three. three I was I was already at, uh, well 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 toasty and it was a disaster and she didn't want to drink so I ended up drinking all the beer and uh, I think uh, I'm not a puker but I think that was one of the that was a time I had to hose my mouth out <laughs> yeah. sprayed sprayed my face off outside and then I went and played some more but no that was rough that oh, was my, rough my, my chest my chest remembers or well, I'll be honest my 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 man boobs. Remember the times when you get so uh, so so feisty and saucy that you decide you have to you know open palm you know smack everybody in the chest leave you know your fucking handprints. I thought you were gonna Just, say I thought you were gonna say you kidding? I thought you were gonna say when I took a bat to the beer pong table. I remember that quite well. <laughs> Crash! What the hell are you doing? I remember that too. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That, that table did me wrong in a prior life, man. <laughs> it, it, it collapsed real quick. Uh, yeah, no, no. no uh. It paid the price. Hey, bro, that table couldn't shake that off, buddy. <laughs> uh, table's going to hate, hate, hate. Oh, oh those, are, those are some stupid stories, man. Those are some stupid stories. They were fun parties, though. And then we had... um. What do we call? We had corn pong. You remember that? <laughs> I, I had, do. I had, oh yeah. yeah, 
when it, the weather was really bad, yeah, and you, you'd bounce ping pong balls at the cornhole boards. We thought that was going to be all the rage. I think we played it uh, maybe for two or three parties, and then we never did it again. No. But it was fun. Well, I mean, to be fair, we don't, you know, we had, we had a really nice window. I don't know how we transitioned to this damn conversation, but hey, sports brew fans, guess what? We used to party like crazies. Um Shocker! <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> this is probably where this poor cat, this poor cat, this podcast. Is, <laughs> well, Freudian slip, I guess. This this poor segment on this podcast. Uh, it's probably what this is born out of is is some drunken silliness. But um, you know, we had a lot of fun. We had a ton of fun, dude. We we used to party. We had like I'd say a five year window here that we partied really hard. Uh, we were known in the neighborhood, maybe six years. We were known in the neighborhood as the party house. <laughs> I mean, we were like, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, the median age in our neighborhood was like 58 when we bought. So they're probably like, what the hell are these people doing? <laughs> yeah. Cornhole, beer pong, parties Saturday night, Friday night, fire pits. Uh, we went to town, man. It was great. We parted our asses off. The mornings uh, of being up to four or five, going to Sheets oh, yeah. Wawa, getting food, coming let's, back and eating, then finally going to sleep. Yeah. Let's all go to sleep at 6 a.m. after a Sheets run or a Wawa run, because that's what we needed. Yeah. No, we... hey, but you know what the best part is about staying the night, though, at Captain's? That big-ass fan. Uh, oh, the hurt. yeah, that, that tornado fan? Yeah. Oh, my well, I, God. I, I was, I was going to say all the bacon the next day, but, but yeah. The well, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. Dude. Oh yeah! Any anytime we'd have those big parties and people would crash on the floor and people would be all asleep here and there and everywhere. Oh yeah, the next day was bacon apocalypse. That's for sure. Uh, although I don't know that we've ever cooked so much bacon as we did for Mark's bachelor for Mark's party. bachelor party. I, I feel. <laughs> oh I, yeah. I, I feel like oh, that one oh, morning. Yeah. I feel like that one morning we cooked at least two pounds of bacon. At I took least. four pounds with us. We ate it all. We, we oh, ate yeah. it. it was only, we only had two breakfasts. We ate four yeah. pounds of bacon and two breakfasts. <laughs> four pounds of bacon and twenty-four eggs. I think. Oh, at we least. ate them all. I, that yeah. made it, that might have been a Costco thirty-six pack. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was a Costco pack. So we, yeah, thirty-six. Bro, so. we did some damage, but you know, Mark was over there uh, hugging it out with his Alexa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> check this out, guys. Uh, no, it, it, it you know it, no, it worked really well. It was very funny, but uh, yeah, we crushed it at breakfast. Okay, all right. Look, it, it, this is, we have topic jumped like mad. Nobody cares about us eating eight, 80 billion pounds of bacon, but it is. It, look, well, our, do- our doctors, our doctors, our doctors care about that, but <laughs> they may, they may. Nobody else does. No, Randy, hey, look, man, no, no carbs, all protein, eggs and bacon, baby. That's yeah. right. That's the after beer breakfast of champions. <laughs> That's right, Randy. What you drinking, bro? I got myself a Victory Summer Love Ale. Sounds good. I have no idea what it is. I don't think I've ever had that one. It was just one of those random ones I saw at the uh, Kroger Make Your Own Six Pack, and I was like, hey, why not? It's Victory. I love Victory Brew, whether it's their, you know, whether it's Golden Monkey, Sour Monkey, whatever. Anything that's Victory, I usually try at least once. I hope somebody has a beer called Trunk Monkey. I don't know if that exists, but I hope somebody does. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> side note, side note, a friend of mine from uh, VCU was posting how she was at a brewery called Burial Beer Company in Asheville, North Carolina, and they had some of the most incredible beer names, and like, I'm telling you guys, we're, we have to make it, 
We need to uh, take a trip to Trapezium. We probably need to visit Todd occasionally and get him to fill some growlers. And we need to go to this brewery. I mean, the, the some of the names are the Oasis of Imagination, the Blood Tusk, Otherworldly nice. Entities, Vivid Portents of Doom. I like here's here you go. Here's a barrel aged dark sour, slaughtered fates. You know th- these could all be like uh, Swedish death metal bands, right? <laughs> the, the mortal the the mortal dimension of 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 the spiritual, uh, just the plague. I like that one. The manifestation of time. Here's the double IPA. The brutality of gazing into death. <laughs> really Very nice. Yes. I like it. Uh, their regular IPA, they have a hawk bill, and then their other IPA is called the Savages of Ruminating Minds. Dude, I mean, that's probably how they know if you're too drunk. If you can't pronounce the name of the beer, they're probably like, <laughs> you're out of here. You're cut off, bro. You know what? <laughs> that's what? not a bad idea. <sighs> I mean, Merciless Disciple, Separation of Light and Darkness. I mean, they, they have some great beer names. But clearly, they listen to a lot of <laughs> like Nordic death metal. <laughs> clearly. Uh, but I I, I want to check that out, man. Trapezium and Burial Brewery. I have no idea if their beer is good, but their name game is on freaking point. Sounds like a hell of a road trip. Yeah, no, I, th- I think we need to do that. So, and, and just for you, Justin, I looked yeah. it up. There is a Trunk Monkey Stout by Elk Brewing. Nice. I guess uh, I guess we're gonna have to track that one down. Maybe Indeed when we shall. Yeah, maybe when Lenny Dykstra is telling Mark to eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> just saying mark by the way uh i tell you what let's let's um i need to refresh my beverages but um can you please explain what the hell you did to tick off dykstra <laughs> <laughs> sure so, or somehow we because um, we made fun of it last week but we didn't tell the story so you might as sure. well actually tell the story <laughs> oh, absolutely and of course because i wouldn't care I mean, if you really ever wanted to i'd be happy to even just post the the screenshot on the brew wall but basically i mean he, he he certainly i mean he was a big big i mean you're not that familiar with him but he was a big name when he was actually playing baseball oh, i remember him but for sure but but you know many years past i'm certainly not pretending he's like some huge name but he's got a small like social media following but it's, it's definitely him it's a thousand percent him on the different social medias i just follow him on facebook and he just constantly posts these scatterbrained just bizarre as hell like posts where he seems like he's kind of insinuating like he's trashing the Mets in hopes that like they'll hire him to take over as manager i mean it's delusional nonsense and it's kind of scary but whatever um i shouldn't say scary but it's it's stupid so anyway i get tired of how much he trashes the Mets, and i mean again genuinely i've I've highlighted to here on the sports brew while yes they have zero chance they're not going anywhere they're They've screwed themselves too much in the first half of the season. They've had a fantastic second half of the season. They had a better record than the Yankees for a while in the second half. Um, young guys have been playing great. And so he posted this video, and it was just like him saying he was en route to the stadium to watch some some terrible baseball and just a bunch of just stupid shots at the Mets. So I, I was like, all right, you know what? So I just made a, a very – I mean, I didn't attack him. The, the worst thing I said about him was I called him a clown. But I said uh, – <laughs> You know, all right, you clown. I mean, I guess you haven't paid attention to the fact that these young guys are playing great baseball and, you know, the same thing, the better record than the Yankees. Right. And uh, it's a shame that you can't give credit where credit's due. 
And then that's where he, you know, responds, you know, pretty shortly after with, you know, uh, you know, we see, I see that, you know, uh, you, you have no fucking clue what you're talking about with baseball. The only thing you have a clue about clearly is fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> you're an expert on that. And I don't know, just went off from that. But, uh, Chill yeah, out. I mean, they just call, call me a cheeseburger expert. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty bizarre. I was like, really? <laughs> All right. Hamburger, hamburger you, buddy. Hamburger you. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Yes! <laughs> but I hope you leave enough yeah. room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach! Cheeseburger! I, I, I enjoyed, I guess, a, a little while after the post had been up for a while. Yeah. Um, our, our buddy, uh, Will Piskorowski, I guess, had noticed uh, it must, must have been like. You know something that like linked to his news feed, so he chimed in. and was like, "Come on, Dykstra! Like he didn't attack you. Why are you going off with this dude?" And I was like, "There you go, Will." Yeah, Thanks, cool. Will. I think, <laughs> I think Lenny Dykstra went Sam Jackson. Oh yeah, he went a lot of things, man. He went a lot of things, man. Shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. <laughs> Get the fuck out my face with that shit. Shut the fuck up, fat. Shut the fuck. There up! you go. That's what you wanted. This is a tasty burger. You should totally. Can you send him back? Can you reply to that with like a, a video clip of Sam Jackson saying that? This is a tasty burger. That would be fantastic. The cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. Hamburgers. As I heard y'all talking <laughs> about the last podcast, uh, you know, I guess I guess we just we just needed to like we need to create a whole event where, you know, it used to be that me and Haloti Nada were going to have the, the um, what was it, the case race? Yeah, or... It was supposed to be the case race challenge. I can't believe Haloti yeah. Nada never took you up on that. Well, we, we still, there's, you know, they, they, there's still a chance, so but we just need to make that happen, and we can combo that with the cheeseburger off with Dykstra. And the the cheese, can, you know... cheeseburger the way, recovery? Since we're going back in time, you know why Joe Flacco's playing well this year? <laughs> he is wearing the Sex Panther. Come on, Dennis Leary, get it right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Dykstra. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, let's get some refills real quick, and then we'll pound out a couple of wrap-up thoughts, and it will be us for a few more minutes. Uh, a little bit of a shorter podcast this night, although we're an hour in, surprisingly. Uh, but a little bit tighter tonight. I'll, I'll get into some of the. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't even leave with that statement. Maybe I shouldn't even say that. Uh, but uh, let's refresh our beverages. Come back and just pound out another. You know, a little chunk of fun, and then we'll wrap up and get out of here, man. Uh, yeah, look, we're the Sports Brew, keyword Sports and Brew. You can find us on uh, the Google Play Store, LiveSportsCaster.com, obviously iTunes, Google, uh, I already said Google Play, uh, Stitcher Radio, long time on that one, and our home feed is on Podbean. Uh, if you love sports, you love beer, and uh, Lord knows if, if you have a championship-level beer pong story where somebody had to drink an eight-year-old beer, we would probably actually really like to hear it, even better if you have video evidence. Um, those would be good times. We will laugh with you. <laughs> anyway, yes, and, and Dogfish Head, if you'd like to sponsor us, please feel free. Oh, I would, I would, I'd run away with that all day, buddy. That'd be good times, <laughs> man. That'd be good times. Uh, all right, we'll be right back in just a moment. We gotta, gotta refresh the beverages, buddy. Woo! 
All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back and refreshed. This time I grabbed a Stone IPA, one of my fallback classics right there. I always enjoy that. Uh, side note, I hate pumpkin spice beer, so you won't hear me drinking. You won't hear about me drinking any of those as we roll through uh, October. Uh, also, not a real big fan of Oktoberfest beers. I don't. My wife loves them. I'm like, I can drink them. I like them, but you know, I don't get all excited and hot and bothered about those. But yeah, pumpkin spice beers, man, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it, man. You know, can't do it. Just not not my jam. But uh, I don't know if you guys love pumpkin spice, but you enjoy that. <laughs> That'll be a no. That'll be that'll be a no for me. (laughs) That's okay. In in Uh, moderation, I guess. You know, a little change of pace, maybe. Right. That happens. All right. So, um, a a really big picture looking at week three, and obviously we have the kickoff of of week four with with Rams and Vikings, and it was nice to see the Vikings have some fight. Um, But really, kind of to button up some thoughts about week three. We got a lot of games that, quite frankly, I don't. I don't think a lot of people predicted particularly well. Uh, Vikings Bills is definitively one of the one of those. Uh, side note: I'd, I'd like to I'd, I'd like to pass along that I that I totally uh, bit it in a death pool, er, survivor pool, er, suicide pool, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, and this was having a freebie, having one strike. I was out in week three. I took the New Orleans Saints to beat the Bucks. Lost that one. I got the Chargers right in week two, and then I went down with the freaking Vikings versus the Bills. And I would have lost anyway because my other game was going to be Jacksonville over the Titans. <laughs> so I was screwed. <laughs> I was screwed. I, I, had, I had toyed with the idea of taking Cleveland, but I just couldn't quite bring myself to do it. But uh, thanks a lot. If you, you know what I mean? Looking at the season, if you had told me in a, in a, in a survivor pool that I would have been out because of New Orleans – Tampa Bay and Vikings Bills. I would have like been like, what are you talking about? So I don't know what the numbers are in that in that survivor pool, but those two games had to take a ton of people oh. out. It was something like sixty five percent like mm. took Minnesota in the death pool oh, it was this huge. past week. It was huge. And that was the uh, I, I can't speak for all the death pools, but uh we were doing uh the one of the local stations here, not nine ten, it was West McElroy. And so they had a bunch of a bunch of survivor pools, and yeah, sixty five. It was it was in the mid sixties, man, and just taking 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 it to the woodshed. Unbelievable. Glad I took Cleveland. It may be the only time you ever hear me say that. But. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. But uh, pretty wild. But you know, you figure. You know, I, I would think, obviously. You know, 49ers Chiefs is significant in certain aspects, and Colts Eagles was significant for you, Shannon, and Giants Texans was significant for you, Mark. Um, but you really think about, you know, some of the some of the big, you know, games of the weekend. Obviously, I think Vikings Bills has to just, you know, the Bills taking out the Vikings was ridiculous. And that was a lot of fun at the sports bar when we were hanging out for my birthday, dude. Oh, yeah. That was great, man. People got into that one, and. You know, for a minute I was just like, ah, you know, Minnesota will be fine. Minnesota will be fine. And then it got to the point where you're like, oh my God, the Bills might actually pull this crap off. Um, <laughs> and so that was a wild one. But you figure the Jaguars, you know, the Titans taking out the Jaguars, uh, the Bills taking out the Vikings, the Lions just beating the brakes off the Patriots. That that one I didn't. It's one thing to say the Lions beat them, but to beat them the way that they did, uh, woo, wasn't see, didn't see that one coming. 
Uh, and then the Redskins taking down the Packers. And, you know, the caveat there is that Aaron Rodgers isn't 100%, and you could tell that. that there were definitely moments in that game where it, it clearly, to me, looked like his knee was bugging him, and he yeah, couldn't do some of the things. He's, he's playing through it. Yeah, he, he's playing through an injury, but... You know, recent history, when I've gone to a Redskins game on my birthday, it just it doesn't pan out for me. And so I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't I can't go see that game in person, man. There's no way. So You can't I, do it live? No, I, I, I can't. No, I, I cannot do it. Bill O'Reilly, me, Redskins game on my birthday, bad idea. And that is it for us today. And can't do it. leave you with a, <laughs> I can't do it. I did the Bengals Redskins for my birthday one year. Disastrous. Oh, yeah. We'll do it live. Okay. I was there. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. That's how I felt in the middle of that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, you know, th- those really, they surprised me. And granted, you know, most people, if you know me, you know that, you know, Favre was my favorite player. And, you know, so I, I kind of grew up rooting for, you know, the Redskins. And, and I, I latched on to the Packers a little bit later on. But those are the franchises that I, I root for. But I'm pretty... I try to be kind of football agnostic, you know, and neutral on a lot of things. I do have teams that I hate. Here's looking at you, Auburn. <laughs> Here's looking at you, UConn. Yeah, I don't even really hate Dallas anymore. They're just they're just easy to make fun of. But so I still have, you know, squads and players and teams and I still have some attachment to that. Uh, and I try not to lose that cuz we've spent a lot of time talking about football and a lot of time talking about sports. And I think your perspective shifts when you do that. You know what I mean? So I really end up enjoying seasons and enjoying a good story and enjoying good teams. But uh, I've learned my lesson about birthday football. I don't, I don't, I don't like to do it. I will say that would have been fun to have been at FedEx for that, but I didn't anticipate that. Uh, but again, big picture, you think of, you know, we're through week three, we're rolling up on week four, and it just feels like teams have been really inconsistent. Uh, Grant, yes, some teams have been. I mean, Miami's three zero, which I certainly wouldn't have thought that. Um, and I wouldn't have thought the Texans would have been 0-3, and, and I wouldn't have thought the Browns would have been 1-1-1, and, and I certainly wouldn't have thought the Packers would have been 1-1-1. and um, So you have some weird stuff, but you know, inconsistency is part of this, where a team looks this way one week, and then they look almost com- a complete 180 different the next week, and then they look really good the following. It was just strange to me. But those four games in particular, big surprise. So I guess, you know, open the floor a little bit, what were your like takeaways or impressions or anything from week three? Maybe those four games in particular, uh, anything that you want to drill down on and, and, and just kind of run with. I mean, what, what do you take away from week three? I would say that um, Buffalo looked competent, which they didn't to say the, the first least. couple weeks. I mean, I guess, I mean, when you have somebody retired halftime, of a game. <laughs> I mean, it makes you a laughing stock and it kind of pisses you off and you focus a little bit more and you're like, yeah. okay, we're, we're, we're going to, you know, play like pros now. Um, yes, exactly. Um, Jacksonville probably feeling good about themselves that underestimated Tennessee a little bit, you know, Leonard Fournette dude, get, can you stay healthy? One season, can you just stay healthy? Like, that dude hasn't even been able to stay healthy since college. Hell of a like, player. But what what is it they say? The best ability is availability? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
And I think you mentioned it earlier, but good Lord, Calvin Ridley. He's, I think, I think he's getting the offense. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? I mean, here's the thing. I mean, Julio Jones obviously is, is scary good. And you know, New Orleans, Atlanta was a hell of a game. You know, I mean, that was, that was a, that was a fun football game to watch again, unless you're a real big fan of defense. Maybe you didn't like that one so much, Uh, but kudos, kudos, by the way, to, to Drew Brees. Uh, breaking the record of 6,300 career completions set by Brett Favre. Um, yes. He set the mark with a 17-yard pass to Michael Thomas in the second quarter. So, uh, obviously, Breeze has had a, had a hell of a career, uh, clearly lost a chunk of time to injury. And, you know, it, you don't know what things could have been if had he stayed in San Diego or had he gone somewhere different. Uh, he obviously ended up in a good spot for him. And I, I think he's got a little bit left in the tank. I don't know when he wants to retire. Um, I guess – We'll just kind of see, but yeah, dude's still a baller. Dude, dude's still a gamer, and they've got some talent around him. I don't know that the defense is what it was, but kudos to him for doing that. That's some. He he's been good, and he's had longevity, and he had yeah. to overcome some adversity in his career. So that, that it, I think he's a pretty easy guy to pull for. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah it, Sean Payton is easy to dislike, but I think Drew Brees is pretty easy to like. You know. Um, <laughs> But, you know, kudos to them. But that, that was a fun game. But, yeah, I, I think clearly what you're seeing is if Julio is going to draw strong coverage, other things are going to open up. If, if Calvin Ridley can do that, then it really opens a lot of things up for Matt Ryan and the Falcons offense. I mean, God bless. That, that dude was torching him. I don't know what he finished with, but it was, it was obscene. I felt like he, uh, you know, he went out to just kind of, you know, put a hurting on, <laughs> put a hurting on people. So, and I actually just thought it'd be a really good question. Yeah, which head coach is regretting most of making a change in the offseason, John Gruden or Scott Frost? <laughs> well, Scott Frost, we had some rebuilds. You know, he, he had to he had to do a lot of work to get that program right. But <clears throat> man, it's ugly in Nebraska. <laughs> it's ugly. It's ugly. I mean, he said it. He's like, if this is rock bottom, then that's a good thing. <laughs> Well, he better hope that's rock bottom. Yeah. You know, I mean, college football fans are impatient. Pro football fans are impatient, but college football fans are really impatient, especially when it's a big-time program. And I know Nebraska's not what they were. Let's not kid ourselves. But, you know, I I think you can look to different people. uh, Like, Rich Rod is one of those guys, you know what I mean? Where sometimes people go and you go, oh, they got a pedigree. And then there's that fan base and, and the boosters, man. They're like, get them the hell out of here. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be curious to see how things go for Frost. But ugly, ugly so far. Um, Gruden, I, I don't know. That That's a tougher sell. I, you know, I mean, that, that dude has, what, a 10-year contract? Um, yep. <laughs> I, I think really with Gruden, it's... It's a shame they couldn't work things out with Khalil Mack. You can clearly see the the impact of not having him on that defense. But it's I think it's too early to say for for you know Gruden with the Raiders. I don't know that it's going to turn out fantastically well. Um, but at the moment, I'd say Scott Frost. Nebraska's a disaster. Oakland looks like they just you know they they shouldn't have made the Khalil Mack move. No. Um, but it's not like they're atrocious. Nebraska's atrocious. <laughs> I, I'll agree with that. Nebraska's atrocious, dude. But Kentucky, hell yeah. 
Well, it just goes to show if you have some faith in your coach and give him some time, he can actually build up the program. You know, he was a couple of years ago probably one loss away from getting fired. And, you know, they, they stuck with him. And while the overall record isn't good, the team is getting to a point where he wants them to be. So that's, yeah. you know, that's and, fantastic. And that's that's legit. That's legit. But uh, any, any other kind of big takeaways or impressions from the weekend? You got. I mean, obviously, we we have to dibble and dabble with the ongoing Clay Matthews saga, and it feels like the NFL and the NFL refs want to make him an example every week. Here's how you don't do it. Thanks for how pay- dare he properly tackle a quarterback? Yeah, you can't do that. Well, you know, can't land on him with a full body weight. Um, I, I I'm still having a really really hard adjustment to this. You know, uh, rough in the past or a set of rules, and uh, look, we're not alone. You know, I, I think a lot of people are bitching about it and aren't happy with it. Uh, I'm okay with protecting the quarterback. I don't mind that, but you still got to let him take a damn hit. I mean, my God, dude. Um, who was the guy? Was it a Dolphin that tore his ACL on an awkward, like trying to roll off of David Carr? I think it was a Dolphin a DL that did that. Um, I'd have to look up his name, but I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Again, you can make a really good argument for protecting quarter, protecting the quarterback. Not that anybody wants to see what was it, Brett Hundley the other year uh, in Green Bay. I mean, Free Joe Webb maybe is fun for a game or two, but you don't want to <laughs> you don't want a whole season of Free Joe Webb. Um, I, I get it, but at the same token, it just doesn't feel right. You know how last year it was all the stuff with the catch rule. And there was a point where you go, it just doesn't, I, I get what they're trying to do, but it just doesn't feel right. And to me, that's where we're at with the rough and the passers. I understand what they're trying to do, but it just doesn't feel like football. It just doesn't feel right. Wow. And they, they haven't gotten where they need to be with how they officiate this. Um, it clearly cost Green Bay the, the game, the win against Minnesota. I mean, yeah, they got a tie, woohoo, but... It clearly changed the outcome of that game, in my opinion. And they've been dinged with it a couple of times. I don't know how much of a difference it really would have made in the Redskins game. They, they played really well against uh, Green Bay, particularly after that disaster they you know dumped on the, they crapped on the table. That was like an upper decker uh, dump that they dropped versus the Colts. So I certainly didn't expect them to look like that against Green Bay, but you know kudos to them for that. But it, you hate to see a poorly implemented rule and a poorly officiated rule cost good teams games and change the landscape of a season. Again, you can make an you can make a good argument about, you know, defending it. Right? And it, that's not oh, it's all flag football, it's in the football I grew up with. I mean, that's the easy that's the low-hanging fruit, right? And it's easy to bitch about it. Oh, and it was, it was William Hayes, that's who it was. Dolphins defensive end William Hayes. Uh, Torres ACL trying to avoid a body weight call, uh, so it didn't land on uh, on car. But uh, it just doesn't feel good, man. You know, and I think that that's the big thing. And whether if you want to make jokes about flag football, and I know somebody made a fan video of um, I think it was, I think they were Packers fans made this little goofy video, and like the I don't know if it was husband and wife, boyfriend girlfriend, whatever. Uh, but like he went up to the girl and like and picked her up and laid her down and put a pillow under her head. And it was like, this is how you have to sack quarterbacks now. You know, it, it, the feel isn't good. The look isn't good. And the way it's officiated is uneven. 
and it feels like certain people are being made an example of. In this case, clearly, Clay Matthews has just been like the beacon of fail. <laughs> beacon of fail for the first three weeks. Um, I don't think he's been fined, though. I don't think he's uh, been fined he at all. Fined he got fined last week. I, okay, maybe he did. I didn't think that he had, but, uh, you know, it, it just doesn't feel right. And, uh, you know, I, I know it's tough to change rules in season. Uh, I know it wasn't really spoken about, but it was very evident that they altered the catch rule by the time you got to the playoffs last year. Uh, I don't know how this whole roughing the passer thing and hitting the quarterback shakes out over the course of the season, but I can't, I'm hard pressed to see it lasting the full year as it is right now and how it's being officiated right now with the blowback from players, former players, analysts, or as dude from the Lakers would say, I'm not an analyst. <laughs> you know, I'm just hard pressed to see it making the full season because it just doesn't feel right. Again, I understand the, the idea about protecting the quarterback and, you know, I get it. But, you know, weird things can happen. The Garoppolo injury is a freak thing. I mean, you know, maybe that cut was, you know, that's what did him in. I don't know. Had he run straight out of bounds, maybe he doesn't have that injury. I mean, who knows? I mean, non-contact. I mean, look at what happened to Teddy Bridgewater. That was practice, right? I mean, he destroyed yep. they destroyed his knee. I mean, bad. And uh, who, who's the tight end for, for Denver? Uh, Butt? Jake Butt, right? Jake Butt, yep. And I think he tore his ACL in a non-contact <clears throat> walkthrough. He did. You know what I mean? I mean, which is which is sad for him, by the way. It sucks for that guy. Um, hell of a college player, and that's another one that, that can't seem to stay healthy in the NFL. But um, I think most of us, we love football. We love the game. And this is not to say, hey, we, we don't understand the protecting the quarterback rule, but the way it's being called right now, I, just, I don't think you can sustain the way that they're doing it right now. I, I really don't believe – I mean, do y'all – no, and I think what I saw an article, I didn't read it yet, but it looks like they're trying to adjust the rule and trying to figure out to be a little more specific in terms of when they call it and why they call it. I mean, I get that that one rule of landing on, on the quarterback has actually been on the books for since the 90s. So it's not like it's something brand new that was Correct. added. It's just they it was them deciding to call it based on judgment. Obviously, their judgment is shit, but that's what, ha that's, what ha that's what happens with the referees. We're always pissed off at them for something. Thank you, Chewy. But, but I mean, watching just we'll we'll focus on Clay Matthews here. Only one of those penalties cost them a game, and that was Minnesota. Uh, the one that we the the one that was just absolutely shit this past weekend against the the. <clears throat> the Redskins, it didn't affect the game because eventually the Redskins ended up punting. But it's just the fact of actually calling it when Smith still had the ball. Yeah, it's not like it's not like he had released it or was scrambling or got hit that way. He got sacked. Yeah. See, that's where I'm torn. It, it, you know, like I totally get it. Had he released the ball and he done that, like I would have been like, okay, I get it, man. Fine with the penalty, but. Essentially, for him to still have the ball in his mitts and to get wrapped up in tap, I mean, it's like a form tackle, right? <laughs> he gets wrapped up and taken yep. down, and then you're like, it's "How you're taught to tackle? Why is this? A, why is this the flag? What is going on?" And you know, it 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 makes it it makes it hard to enjoy. And you know, again, I, I'm okay with protecting the quarterbacks. I understand it. Um, it's big money. 
that's really what drives fans to the games. Um, I mean, there's lots of other things that people like, but let's be honest. I mean, do you want to see the Saints without Drew Brees? Do you want to see – we already know what happened with the Giants benched Eli Manning. You know, I mean, it's just it, – you get a, you get some pretty ugly football. Um, and there's some great young guys, for sure. But, you know, if you've got an upper-tier – upper tier quarterback is your main guy what's the likelihood you have somebody really good right behind him not not particularly strong you know randy you're gonna get to enjoy what is it cj bethard Woo! maybe he's a pleasant surprise but i sure as hell don't want to see green bay with deshaun kaiser (laughs) you know what i mean i don't want to see that unfortunately you as the season goes on, that may still happen. That may happen. Not because, not because of a sack. I don't even know who the hell is backing up Andrew Luck and Indy. Oh, it's Jacoby Brissett. Okay. It, Brissett can play. Um, I'm not saying he's like a 1A guy, but Brissett, Brissett's got enough in the tank, and he can do enough different things that yeah. he, he can make it competitive and interesting. But I don't know that he can carry, you know what I mean? No. If, if, you, if you want to see the Colts, you want to see Andrew Luck. You know, so there's clearly an impact for ratings, for fans, for merchandise. I mean, there's an impact on a lot of things, but I just, I don't know, man. It just doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. Mark's been pretty quiet. I mean, any particular reaction to any of this? Um, I mean, I I just, I, I I think I'm, we're all on the same page here. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, we all understand that, you know, the quarterbacks, you know, are in a unique position and definitely need protections, but it's still got to be football. And at some points, I mean, it, it, it genuinely feels like we might as well turn them into a flag football position uh, because I, I just I don't know how you expect these guys who have been trained to do things their entire way a certain way, and not not even just that. I mean, it doesn't even, not even just the training. I mean, just the, their physical size. Yeah, it, what they're at being asked to do is nearly impossible. And 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 I, I was I was going to highlight you know what, what you you correctly highlighted with the the Dolphins lineman. The guy, you know, trying his best to do it, you know, injured himself because it's just it's not feasible. These guys who are 250, 300 pounds plus, some of them, you know, well over 300, being told you can hit them, but as soon as you do, as soon as you are aware that they're going down, then you're supposed to be able to completely change your momentum to get off of them. It's just not feasible. Yeah. Driving them into the ground. Absolutely. That that you, then it's still a judgment call. But if you feel like they're you know essentially body slamming them, penalty. Absolutely. Yeah. Helmet, helmet to helmet, leading with the helmets. Absolutely. You know those those kind of things. Uh, who wouldn't support that? Yeah. But, see, it's like it's like that hit on Cam Newton the other week. You saw that. You knew that. You're like, no, you can't do that. Right. Like it's definitive. You, is it? What is it? What is? It, was it Peter King that used to say like to say something like the thirteen drunks in the bar? Or something, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, right. Wasn't that Peter King, or maybe that maybe that's so. somebody else. Maybe he just used it. But you know, if you have the group of drunks in the bar, right, or like us on my birthday at the bar, if you can't get a <laughs> consensus and you're like, what, you know, there's a problem, yeah. And like yeah. That, that Cam Newton hit, you were like, no, nah, I can't do that, man. It's late. It's this. It's that. And there's ones, you know, and, and Clay, Clay Matthews has been the focal point, and maybe you know, he's 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 a known player. Obviously, it's the Packers, so you've got a, a lot of fan base attention to that. They get a lot of primetime coverage. They're a good team. 
So, uh, you know, there's a lot of eyeballs, but it, it does seem odd the way that it's been done. I, I don't know. It's just strange. And look, I'm not saying that you, I think we're all in agreement. You know, you think back to, you know, different different years, you know, t- when Tony Romo broke his collarbone, what was that, uh, 2015? I mean, that was a good Cowboys team. I, I, yeah. I was reading one article. They were like um, talking about the rules. and It was like. You know, had Tony Romo had these protections, we would have been spared, you know, watching Brandon Whedon. It, actually, I found it. We could have been spared watching Brandon Whedon single-handedly take down a good Cowboys team. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Had the quarterback been protected from low hits in 2008, we wouldn't have had to watch Matt Castle waste Randy Moss and Wes Welker. <laughs> it's kind of kind of ruthless. So, like, we understand it. But, th- but there's a point when you're watching it and it unfolds in front of you that you're like, I mean, what do you want the defensive player to do? I mean, I-, I guess it becomes don't hit the quarterback, just go for the ball. You know what I mean? Which is what Von Miller does. There's other people that do that. You, you just go for the ball. But if the quarterback has the ball and they wrap up with a form tackle and they're not driving them into the ground, I, I just, you know, I totally get why like, why. Like Mike McCarthy looked like he was about ready to pile drive the ref. Oh yeah, uh, he was. I mean, he, he was pissed. He, that dude was pissed off, man. Oh, he was yeah. pissed off. I don't think I've ever seen McCarthy that pissed. I mean, Alex Smith after the game even said it was. He didn't say BS, but he was like, "Yeah, it was, was kind of soft." Yeah, uh, you know, and and that's just not what the league needs. And I know, look, we can get in all the concussion stuff. Uh, you know, I, I think the league's been a little bit uneven and heavy-handed in certain ways that they've responded to that uh and this is obviously a swing of the pendulum right i I just they they haven't gotten it right they have whatever they need it to be they're not they haven't gotten there yet you know uh if you have uh i think it was uh mike golick um was fussing about was fussing about this and he said you know he was talking about william hayes he said, quote, he shifted his weight to not land on him. His cleat caught in the turf and his ACL is torn and he's done for the season. And you know what? You don't give a damn. Mm. You know, and, and I think it's, it's going to be really tough. Um, I forget who it was, but it was the Steelers and the Bucks, And somebody had this clip uh, and it almost sounded like the defensive lineman was like, my bad, Ben. <laughs> you know, my apologies. You know, like, yeah, he, you know what I, I mean? Heard that. And that that's that, it just doesn't feel right, man. It just doesn't feel right, and I, I don't know. I, I really would hate for the season to be marred by this kind of deal. Um, the NFL deserves better than that. The players deserve des- certainly deserve better than that, and God bless the fans deserve better than that. Um, <laughs> Although I, I did appreciate a couple of fans making a, a video for Clay Matthews on how to properly sack the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Where it was this, that was fun. Like, I guess husband and wife duo. And- this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Picks her up. Does. <laughs> Did you coffee up, Shannon? <laughs> <laughs> he may put uh, a little nip of something in there. Did you I must put... not have been listening. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> My bad. No, because I said the same thing. I, was, I don't know if it's a husband oh. and wife. Um, Oops. No, it's, it's, I, a, it, it's okay. But, but the, yeah, Irish coffee. But the, vid- but the video's funny. But then you go, that's sad that we're at that point. It is sad that we're at that point. It's sad that Although, we're at that point. The other video I appreciated was the Lance Stevenson blowing on LeBron video on how to properly sack. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw it. The The video of those two was great. And uh, Charles Woodson, I guess, saw it. I don't know if somebody tweeted it at him, but he saw it, uh, saw it on Twitter. And he responded, and he said, uh, 
You forgot to help her up. Sorry, I got to call it unnecessary roughness. Seventeen thousand dollar <laughs> fine. <laughs> Thought that was pretty great. And then uh, somebody had a how to proper ta- how to properly tackle the quarterback in two thousand eighteen, and it was a person laying a baby in a crib. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah, can't. I don't know, man. It just. I think we've all watched enough football, and and we love the sport, we love the game, um, and it it just, you know, it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. I, I'm all for protecting the quarterbacks and for doing things that make the game better and to try to minimize concussions. But you know, the reality is it's a violent game. It, you, you can't take all of the risk out of it. I don't. It's just not possible unless you completely redefine the sport. So. You know, working on getting the nasty hits out and the spearing or targeting, um, you know, clearly obvious infractions where somebody you know, drives somebody, you know, another player into the turf or, you know, I, I mean, there's times that it's legitimate. I get the call, but, and I know technically the call against Clay Matthews, technically as the rule is written this year is correct, but it just doesn't feel, it just doesn't feel right. That is a detract. You know, it takes away, man. It's a detraction. It it takes away from the games. It takes away from the league. It takes away from it. Ta- it it's just not a fan, man. Just not a fan. And I hope they correct it in season. We'll see how it plays out. Not feeling it, dude. Not feeling it. Well, tonight's an indication. It's a step in the right direction. But I mean, prior to tonight's game, thirty-four roughing the passer penalties called mm-hmm. in the first three weeks it's ridiculous it's too much but it's i mean i much. think tonight there was only what i think six penalties total between both teams yeah. and they weren't even really anything major so i don't know if that's because they were decided to exercise caution or if they just really wasn't any big hits on the quarterbacks but to think oh. that i mean the way i see it they're going to call it the Clay Matthews rule next. <laughs> they might. Don't look at don't they look might. at the quarterback. Don't speak to him. Don't sneeze on him or breathe his air. Don't or fart we will at him. Flag you. Don't fart on him. That'll that's an automatic ejection. Um, <laughs> it's just that's kind of how it feels like it's that. Yeah. And 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 the thing is is, well, I think all of us here have at least played, even if it was just briefly in high school or all through high school or even prior to that and we all learned how to properly tackle and what we were to what to do and what not to do and yeah at the pro level it shouldn't really matter as long as you're not doing anything that looks like you're trying to intentionally kill the quarterback i I, look i know it's hard to read intent i get that i get that but i think we can all dream a dream (laughs) that you can actually hit a quarterback in the nfl again you know what i mean Oh, maybe we'll go back to move, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, not a fan. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan. Clay Matthews wishes <laughs> he could just break free of all this. Yeah. <laughs> no, he could fly for that, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Actually, it's not break free. He wants flag free. That's what he wants. Oh, there you go. <laughs> this is... The game where I'm flag free. That's what he wants. Yeah, that's what he wants. Well played, sir. Yeah, he's basically telling the ref to not let that flag go. Or actually, no, he is telling the ref to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. 
Don't even need to modify it. It's straight up. Straight up. <laughs> remember, remember, guys, it's a bang bang play. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway. <laughs> so stupid. If you had that sequence near the end, take a shot. It <laughs> takes a shot. Uh, side note I do like how former Cowboys quarterback uh, Tony Romo says he's healthy enough for an NFL comeback. I like that. Wait, in the booth, wait, huh? wait to give all the Cowboys fans false hope as they're struggling with Dak Prescott. You shouldn't have said it, man. <laughs> you shouldn't have said it. Because I sure as hell believe you could still play and they would be better with you under center. That's an opinion. I like Dak. But if you gave me... I would take Tony Romo coming out of the booth right now over Dak Prescott. True story. <laughs> uh, I think Dak just misses Jason Witten and... Does oh, Brian? Of course he does. Of course no more he does. Security blanket. Of course he does. That whole team does. Um, side note: one of the best, one of the best highlights of the week. Uh, uh, Bucks Steelers is a uh, Vance McDonald absolutely stiff arm, <laughs> stiff arming the bejesus out of Chris Conti's face. Man, that mm. dude ended up. Isn't he on IR? Did he have? Did he tear yep. an ACL or did he had something happen? Uh, that play? PCL, tear, PCL, PCL, MCL, ACL. Oh, he was playing through it. And oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, he was trying to play through dude, it, dude. Vance McDonald flat out just like crushed that dude's first. That was nasty. That was totally move out the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, God <laughs> bless. Yeah, man. Vance McDonald, this one's for you, buddy. <laughs> But just, just filthy. And, and serious, filthy. Seriously, I mean, I, maybe I'm exaggerating here. My, my, my wife is a big Steelers fan, so mm-hmm. it, you know, by 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 marriage law, I, I have to watch and root for them. Um, you know, they obviously have been pretty significantly underperforming to this point in the season. Yes, that might have kind of like been like a turning point. Yeah, you know, because you know, I just felt like up to that point in the game, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay looked like they were pretty well dominating. Uh, and that it could become another just, you know, uh, disappointing game for the Steelers. And, I mean, that just gave them such a huge momentum, momentum boost. Did, did any of you – look, I know we got we got a little bit of Fitz magic and we got a little bit of Fitz tragic, but let's be honest. Didn't you kind of think Tampa Bay was going to come steal that game away from them at the end? I felt like oh, it, Oh, yeah. the Steelers yeah. are definitely trying to give it away. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I felt for the life of me, I thought somehow – the, the, the Bucks were just going to pilfer that thing from them. And, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't remember uh, how evident the hold was or whatever negated that Deshaun Jackson return touchdown. But yeah. they, Tampa Bay had a couple of moments where it totally it just looked like they were going to steal it from them. But, you well, know. I mean, did it, did it look like the, 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 the Bucks were going to steal it or that the, the pit was going to you know, let it go? Both. It's probably a little bit of both. Let's be honest. It's probably a little bit of both. Um, side note, one thing that's funny is when um, Chris Conti got the face full of boomstick from or the truck stick from Vance McDonald and that stiff arm from hell, um, there's a, a Nashville TV reporter called Chris Conti. And so people <laughs> people tweeted at him. And, he, and I thought this was great. His, his, his verified Twitter handle is at Chris Conti. So, of course, guess what happens? Uh, and he looks at his mentions, and he, he knows whenever the NFL Conti messes up because his notifications, as he says, uh, blow up. <laughs> uh, this one person was like, you just caught a mean stiff arm and gave up a 75-yard touchdown. And so this guy's like, I, you know, 
he he actually tweeted a picture of him beside Chris Conten. He's like, here's me with an arrow, and here's not me with the arrow towards the football Conti. But I think my favorite part of this, and Chris NFL Chris Conti's Twitter handle is at White Unicorn Twenty Three. But one of my favorite parts of this is that uh, NFL Chris Conti actually blocked TV Conti on Twitter. I don't even know why he did that, but he blocked him. And so TV Chris Conti said, look, also, football player Chris Conti blocked me on Twitter. Kind of like that stiff arm he got tonight. Oh. oh. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm like, you know what? Homeboy deserved that. What is that? This dude's taking all kinds of grief for the other guy, and then he gets blocked. Nah, man, nah, ridiculous. But back to what you're saying, Mark. Yeah, I, you know the Steelers were due for a you know a situation where you go, are they going to put this together? And you know, I, I I thought it would have been interesting had they lost to Tampa Bay, because at what stage does it become like like nuclear meltdown for them? So the, yeah. to me, this was a must-have game, and they almost gave it away. I, I don't quite know how that would have played out had they lost it, but they, they needed that win a ton, dude. And by yeah. the way, Tampa Bay, so they, go ahead, Mark. Oh, I was just saying, I mean, they, you know, the second half showed they've still got a lot of issues. Um, and not, I mean, and, and not to, not to necessarily knock on Tampa Bay entirely. I think that um, uh, Fitzmagic. You know, we've we talked about it before. You know, the 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 you know, magic was gonna you know, it, maybe not entirely wear off, but at least slow down at some points um, because he's 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 done this plenty of times before. Plenty of times. Um, he, he relies so much on the long ball, but good on him for after a, a pretty abysmal you know um, first half. You know, after, after their early success, I mean, just a couple of really bad uh, picks mm-hmm. um, and just some some terrible decisions. <clears throat> Could good on him for for you know stepping back up in the second half, made some you know pretty pretty long balls and 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 put them plenty back in the game. I mean they they obviously had plenty of a chance that they could have won that game. You said so. Balls. <laughs> Just saying. I sure did. Sure did. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Pitt. I think they they're a weird team right now. They're just they just are. They obviously, are. Um, you know, Le'Veon Bell stuff aside. I mean, you know. They, they they can't be you know anything but thrilled with what Connor's given them. Um, I'm a pretty huge you know Juju fan. Um, you know Brown got got himself involved a bit, so they they've got offensive weapons. Their their defense is damn suspect, um, and so that that I think has to be their their biggest concern moving forward. But you know credit credit to Big Ben for you right. know. Helping the meat got to win. Yeah, you know, they, they 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 got what they needed, but uh, but there's there's plenty of question marks for them going forward. Yeah, they're an uneven team. Uh, I would certainly expect them to, to kind of tighten up over the course of the season. I'm, look, they, yeah. they, there's teams that you know, even if they have a rocky start, uh, barring just an obscene amount of uh, just an obscene amount of injuries, you know they're going to figure it out. It doesn't mean they're going to be great. But they're going to be better late, middle and late stage of the of the season than they are at the beginning. The Steelers are yeah. one of those teams. They may have limitations, scheme, talent, some execution, whatever they may, but they're going to have fight in them. They're not just going to lay down and fall apart, right? That's not their style. It's not their deal. So they're going to get better. But I don't know what their ceiling is. The same thing is true for you know New England. They're going to get better, but you know I, I don't know what their ceiling is. Um, God bless if they lose to Miami. Lindy's just going to bitch about iPhones all day. It's going to be a hoot. 
Um, I'm just kidding, Lindy. <laughs> but I do appreciate your input on Apple <laughs> Apple design and teardowns. This is kind of funny. Uh, also, your updates on your software for your Tesla. You crack me up, dude. Anywho, but there are teams that you just know are going to get better over the course of the season. To me, the Steelers are one of those teams. They're they're going to figure out how to how to get more out of that team. Uh, that being, I would, if, if I, go ahead. If I, I don't mean to interrupt you, I was going to say real, real quick. Uh, I think one thing that that I do find really interesting, and I I, I usually don't get involved in this side of things, but like mm-hmm. uh, unless it's my my team. Uh, but I feel like I hear a lot of chatter and a lot, of, definitely a whole lot of opinions out there about uh, you know Tomlin and 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 how he is too soft of a coach for them. That he's he's not a disciplinarian. That he's he's too much of a player's coach, and that leads to you know, a lot of the stuff leaked to the press and a lot of the, the negative, you know, commentary from players that you wouldn't see on other teams. Um, and it makes me wonder. I don't know. I, I've always, I like him, and I, I'll continue to like him. And so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying, right. you know, something bad about him. And like I said, typically I, I, I don't get involved in that stuff because I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the players got to do it on the field. And it, it really only matters so much, you know, what's... Uh, uh, Coaches matter, but Co- no matter coaches what, coaches matter. Players get it done. Absolutely, but coaches but at the end matter. of the day, the players got to get it done on the field. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. So don't you're know. not going Terry Bradshaw and Tomlin is what you're telling me. I mean, like, <laughs> not not not, yeah. not 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 quite, but not, not quite I, that I'm, level I'm, of hate. No, but I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious how you know if uh, if a Belichick was in Pittsburgh right now, would it be a much different scenario? I don't know. You know that that's a tough because you're you're talking about an all timer. I mean Belichick, even if you hate his guts, I mean he's an all timer. Um, yeah. And some of that you you always have a sense for someone's ability and what they've done from an organizational standpoint. When you look at how they've people that their understudies and their assistant coaches have gone out, you know, to the rest of the league, the list of Belichick assistant coaches that have gone out and flamed out is incredible. It is absolutely incredible, dude. Um, I mean, it's a it's a gigantic list, and some of that he's been in the league forever. But some of it's because I mean, he's a he's a damn fine coach. Even if you don't, if you cannot like him, not like his style, that's fine. But the results speak for themselves. And Tomlin has gotten a lot out of this team. The team has accomplished a lot, but they've fallen short in certain respects and certain capacities. And whether that needs to be on, you know, at Tomlin's feet, I'm not sure. He's got a hand in that. But I think the turbulence that this team has, uh, whether that's a reflection of him, and it's a fair criticism, is that a reflection of him, or does he just have a lot of dramatic personalities? They clearly have a knack for finding talented skill position players. There ain't no damn doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Um I mean, you know, Martavis Bryant looked like he had a crazy amount of upside. Well, his ass is gone. Uh, he's in Oakland, but who knows if he's even going to be, be able to play the whole year. But you think about some of the people they found and some of the, to be fair, some of the personalities they found is also part of the equation here. So, again, turbulence. And that I think turbulence is a good adjective, you know what I mean, for Pittsburgh. Because that's a turbulent team. You know what I mean? They, they haven't – they're good and mm-hmm. – they can win, but they haven't gotten enough done. And maybe there's some organizational turbulence, and maybe maybe Tom, you know, maybe Mike has to take some of that. I don't know. Uh, Belichick's a much different style. He's a much different style than Tom than Tomlin is. You know, that's a tough comparison. 
That's very true. It's a fair um, point, though. It's a fair oh, point because sure. I can guarantee you some of the nonsense and shenanigans that have happened with that team, Belichick would have either traded or gotten rid of some of these dudes. Right. He'd have been like, nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not putting up with that crap. See ya. Bye. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. r- 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 Randy, you feel like you have any uh, any input? We've we've lost Randy. Randy is Tra- uh, trainer worked him too hard. Oh man. oh, it, <laughs> Randy's doing some uh, some chest uh, chest stretch exercises, some <laughs> some neck to chest curls. <laughs> Randy's his done. Train, Randy's done, train. buddy. Randy's done. See, I thought there was some. Uh, we had some you know, like weird air feedback. It must be Randy snoozing away into the mic. <laughs> that's Randy. Oh, that's funny. Do I still have that? Uh, was it Peter Griffin saying Randy? Do I have that somewhere? Let me see if I can find that real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Randy, gonna laugh if he responds. That would be great. Let's see what happens. Let's see, <laughs> see what I'm finding. Well, we're wrapping up anyway. Um, yeah. I said one thirty was my target time, so we're about there. Oh, I can't. I, I don't know where it is, but I can swear I found one. Didn't I play that last week? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. All right, Shannon, quick, uh, quick takeaways from the Colts Eagles game, just out of curiosity. Well, Colts are competitive, which is good to see. Uh, this season, my only goal for the Colts is to keep Andrew Luck healthy. That's a good goal. And uh, you know, so far so good. I know a lot of people are like, he's only attempting so many yards per pass or whatever. And honestly, I'm good with that. I'm good with them bringing Jacoby Brissett in for the Hail Mary at the end. Like, if you just don't want to take that chance with luck, I mean, the chances of hitting it are slim Low. anyway. But of course, do you want luck rolling out of the pocket and taking a hit and possibly hurting himself on the last play of the game where you're probably not going to make it? Sure. You know, Brissett's a little bit more elusive. But, I mean, they played hard. Um, you went to the world champs. You, you gave them everything you could. And, you know, he came up just a little bit short, but you know they're they're really improving. I'd like to see them ground game get a little bit better. You know, we need to get another lineman and a decent running back in the draft in uh, 2019. I but, think it's but where they should. You have to feel like they've been a pleasant surprise this year, though. They have been, yeah. I mean, so far, I mean, they were competitive against Cincinnati till the end. They dominated Washington, which I did not see coming. <laughs> Me either. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, then they played the world champs tough. So, and, you know, they held them to 20 points. Of course, that's Wentz's first game back from injury. Randy! So. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adorable tramp who wears found clothing and eats out of your garbage can. That's not the soundbite I thought it was going to be. Randy! There you go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am so, so sorry. Also not the one I thought it was going to be. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who the hell cares? That's what I was looking for. That's boy. There that's, you go. That, that's, that's more on point. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, congrats yeah. to Adam Terry tying the NFL record for field goals made in a career. There that's you awesome. go. Good job, brother. The goat's going to break the record hopefully soon. I, He'll well, I mean, he, I mean, how long can he play? Another five years? I mean, I, I mean, as long as he's healthy and wants to play. Yeah. I mean, the Colts are going to let him play until he retires. I mean, probably have you seen some of the kickers oh, in this. Probably, league? I was, was going to say, especially right now. I mean, kick, kicking is uh, 
this has been one of the ugliest years I've seen for kicking. There's been some ugly stuff, dude. There's been some ugly stuff. Actually, sure. we talk about um, the Steelers. I mean, um, oh my God, what's his? Why am I blanking on the Steeler kicker's name? Boswell. Boswell. He, I mean, dude, he's been money in the past, and I mean, really, he's got multiple missed extra points, mm-hmm. several missed field goals under under forty. I mean, just yeah. Anyway, we all know kick, kicking is kicking's having a rough rough uh, go around so far this year. So, uh, yeah, Vinatieri can kick until he's you know sixty if uh, he wants to for the. As far as the Colts are concerned. Uh, yeah. You know what, Mark? I want to do something fun with you real quick. I'm just kind of curious on a couple like of the it. NFL Week 4 picks. I just, I just, I'm just curious. Just yeah. curious. I would imagine you've already done a little bit of research. You probably have already kind of figured out some teams you want to, you want to throw a little, little bit of uh, cash on. And since we missed you last week, I thought this might be kind of a hoot. <laughs> I'll throw an ugly one out at you first. Jets-Jaguars minus nine. Where where's the game? Oh, they're at they're at Jacksonville. At Jacksonville. Yeah, because the Giants yeah. are at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a gross one, but I think because of because of lack of faith in the Jaguars' offense, I I think you take the Jets. Oh man, I'll take Whew. the Jags. I'll take the Jags minus nine because I think that defense will make Sam Darnold just make a couple of bad decisions. And yeah, Jacksonville will kick. Twelve field goals and they might. win thirty thirty six to nothing or That's something. Funny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you you you've got to believe the Jags offense can 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 get get some points up because that's 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 the challenge. But I, yeah, I, yeah Jags defense nastiest <laughs> in the league. They they deserve their title. They they are ridiculous. But that offense is pretty gross without Fournette. Yeah. Um, uh, so another one, another fun one for you. Uh, Miami Dolphins at New England, right? Minus three and a half. Ooh, well, yeah, that's uh, that's certainly one where you know my my hatred of uh, the, the, the the Pats always makes uh, I know makes I know. it tough for me to makes it tough for me to sometimes you know <laughs> be unbiased with their lines, but um, yeah, I, I got to go Dolphins there. I I, I don't this Pats team. I want to see what happens once. Once Edelman's Edelman, back, yeah, and and certainly once Gordon gets gets uh, gets acquainted, if and when, if and when, if but and when. yeah, that, that 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 as we as we talked about a little bit, I mean, that feels like another one like where you just kind of shake your fist, like come on, man, yeah, we we know how. I mean, Gordon, obviously, uh, you know, I I personally, I think most of us feel bad for him. It's tricky because he made he's made his own mistakes. And then nobody can deny that, but God, he's talented. He's so supremely talented. So it's, I guess, I guess the best way to put it for me is frustration. Like I just, I want to see him put it all together and get it all together. So I, I really hope it can happen for him. It's just I, I can't root for him to find success in, in New England. That's <laughs> that's what's hard for me. <laughs> right. I'm gonna give you two more. I'm gonna give you two more. I'm gonna yeah. give you two more. Yeah, go go go, Miami. All right, yeah. Saints at New York Giants plus three. I think on Bavada it's probably gone up to three and a half. Um, uh, ooh, that's cruel. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think I, if I'm if I'm betting with my head, I think you, you, you have to go Saints. But uh, but the line makes you think Giants. That, that that is that is a really tricky one. That's one of those where I would say, as a smart better, you stay away. But yeah, if I'm I'm being forced to. 
You can take the Saints. It has moved up to three and a half. Look at that. Yeah. I, I did laugh at, at one reaction on this. And this was on For the Win. One of the guys was talking about it because they're talking about the lines in the games. And this one guy says, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas have humongous games and the Giants get booed out of MetLife Stadium. <laughs> that, that, I was like, that's, that's a little harsh. cold, man. That's a little, that's a little harsh. That's, that's, All right. that's, that's very cold. Last one I'm going to ask you. Last one I'm going to ask you guys. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs at Denver Broncos plus five. Mm. So it's Chiefs plus five, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean that that I, I I can't I can't take Denver there. I don't I don't trust their offense enough. Um, I'd be more interested in the total. What's what's the total there? Do you have that in front of you? Fifty fifty four and a half. Yeah, I figure that's pretty pretty high. Yeah, Chiefs Chiefs in the points. I mean I I, I ride ride them home a strain. Maybe try to find a way to 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 tease it to give yourself some extra points. Uh, I know that that team, the Denver team at home, their defense, they they might really show a big. Um, and, and as we talked about, I mean, we were we're kind of looking to see, you know, what defense can finally kind of, you know, slow. Maybe maybe I mean, shut down Mahomes, probably not, but slow down Mahomes. That's what teams got to start figuring out right. how to do. Right. Um, so it's going to be fun. To, I mean, this is. I mean, I guess this is his first big game on the national stage. Uh, that's 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 going to be exciting, and and hopefully if he does dude. well enough, we get to we get to listen to him in the post game. Yeah, Ker- that'll be Kermit Orgeron post game, dude. It's going to happen. Uh, so you know that's we got to we got to root for that. <laughs> we do. I'm I'm ready for it. Uh, I, I love. I mean, go ahead. How do we we go from the Caucasian Cougar to Kermit Orgeron? <laughs> dude, the Caucasian Cougar was great, man. That's one of my favorite. I don't know how the rest of the season plays out, but Caucasian Cougar is a keeper, dude. There ain't no doubt about that. That one's fantastic. Uh, I, I mean, maybe maybe at the end of each football season, we need to start like having like our own like award show for like you know our favorite uh, you know sports room moments from the NFL season. Yeah, maybe maybe we could go back. Well, you know the, the the best ones always come back up, like the Flacco Rainbow. Like oh, the, yeah. that one's oh, that yeah. one still pops up from time to time, man. Uh, pinching off a loaf. Well, that one's non-specific, <laughs> but there's always like the real memorable ones always come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of serious. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. you know, workshop this. So come up with a. I think we should. You know, come, I like come this. Up with I, a catchy name. I the, like your plan. The, the, bre- the bre- Brewies. I don't know. We'll come up with a catchy. <laughs> the <but> Brewies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have to workshop that. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> but uh, realistically, though, I think uh, you know, as far as as far as the Chiefs, I would say this. Given the way that team has played and what they're doing, I think you, you know, you, you, if if you're a betting man, I think you bet on them until someone proves you wrong. I think you right. ride, I think you ride that train, buddy. I think, I you, think Den, Den, Denver may be able to slow them down, or slow down Mahomes better than mm-hmm. some of the other teams have. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, but 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 shut them, shut them down. No, I, I don't see it. I saw someone that on Twitter has said, "Bet the over with the Chiefs until they lose." Yep. Yeah, that, that's probably a good idea too. Uh, click, click, pull, baby. Click, click, pull, man. Yes, sir. I'm feeling I mean, it. I mean, the, the the challenge for any defense is, I mean, you can scheme all you can want, but what? How many teams have somebody they can keep up with Tyreek Hill? I mean, uh, no, it's just I, it's just it's just such an unfair matchup for anybody that can keep up I'd with rec- Tyreek Hill catching bombs from Mahomes. Yeah. With a, I know he's not a big dude, but he, he can leap so high, yeah. and he's so good at going and finding the ball. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I would hate. I would hate having to scheme. You know, like uh, guys. Here's the whiteboard. Good luck. Just <laughs> and do, you do, do do your best. 
Thumbs up. Cover Hill, then you got Kelsey open, and then Watkins right. is emerging, and then Kareem Hunt. Hunt on yeah. the backfield. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that's that's a lot of weapons. That's why like Chris said why why I think uh, it's hard pressed to think of another offense or other offenses that are as scary as the Rams and the Chiefs. Uh, obviously, True. Atlanta and the Saints all always show up big and have have quality offenses. Vikings uh, are right. decent too. Vikings are decent. I I I, I like their offense a lot. They have their moments. But, uh, but but the Rams and the Chiefs right now they're they're scary. All right, all right. Walk off question as we wrap up. Walk off question. All right. <laughs> which which NFL team, if a trade happens, who do you think would and should trade for Le'Veon Bell? We're not talking about compensation. Who they'd have to work all that out. But who do you think would and who do you think should? If it's only one or two teams, that's fine. I already know who I'm going to say. So, Mark, th- throw one out there. Let's see if it sticks. Chicago Bears. Whoa, that would be bold. They, they, they've obviously amped up their defense significantly. Yep. But I, I don't think that a lot of people trust Trubisky enough to be a contender. Mm-hmm. But you give yourself a elite running back, if they could figure out a way to do that. That sounds pretty scary to me. I hadn't heard that one before. That one's cool. That one's cool. I like that one. Shannon. Well, I mean, I'm going to, going to go Captain Obvious here and go with my Colts because we've got 50-plus <laughs> million in cap space. We need a they running game. They got the money? They yeah. got the money. I mean, and you can, I would say, depending, you know, second, third, you've got an extra first-round pick if you want to trade it because you, with that trade with the Jets last year. So. Ooh. You do have that extra first-round pick in so your back have, pocket. They have ammo and cash room. Yeah. Well, cap so, room, I mean, but they got the cash there. room. That's there, and I, I don't want to take your answer because I think I know where you're going because we talked about it pre-podcast. We did. But go we ahead. Did. We did. So I would love it. <laughs> if I could say that Le'Veon Bell would be there. <laughs> Houston, man. Get him to the Texans, buddy. I'm in full agreement. I think it was Rich Eisen. I'm in full agreement with Eisen on this one, dude. Get Le'Veon Bell to the Texans, buddy. I would love that. I don't. It might be a dumpster fire of a move, but I think that would be a right. Look, Deshaun Watson, Le'Veon Bell, and some of... Some of uh, Hopkins. Yeah, who's the other guy? Uh, Fuller? Fuller, Hopkins, Le'Veon Bell, and Deshaun Fuller, Watson. Lamar oh, Miller. Oh, my God, dude. That'd be great. Okay, fair point. I hadn't factored in some of the other stuff with the Colts. We got some fan bias there for you, for sure. But, you know, picks and cap room, I mean, they, they, they got some stuff. But, man, dude, I, I would I would think Houston would be like, that would be all kinds of a plus. And clearly he's motivated by the money, so the tax situation in Texas would be advantageous for him. Yeah. Well, speaking you know of tax situation, I mean – they just played Tampa Bay, who has a guy thrown for 400 yards three straight games. Maybe they need a running back to help take the pressure off. Maybe. Oh, Winamp, you crashed? What kind of crap is that? The hell, Winamp? How do you F that up? You do Winamp? not really whoop the llama's ass. Although I think, I don't even know if they've, do they even still exist? I, have, I mean, I'm using like a, like a music player that I think has been dead for like eight, for, I don't know, five years. It's kind of mm-hmm. stupid. That's what happens when you, you, you haven't updated your playlist in a while. It moves it to a different program. That's my fault entirely. 
That's okay though. I don't care. I was gonna play a song for that and then it crashed and then I lost it. What are you gonna do? Oh well. Ah, here you go. <laughs> Look, Pittsburgh, don't go Rick Astley. <laughs> you got give him up. Get him out of there. <laughs> he don't want to be there. You got James Harrison saying that he should show up practicing fake injuries. It's a bad look. It's time, dude. Get him out. <laughs> Get him out. It's done. It's done. <laughs> Get a pick. Get something back for him, man. It's over. Over. Anyway. All right, guys. <laughs> anyway, we are the sports brew. We lost Randy somewhere along the line. He has passed out in the chair. That's okay. Uh, I blame pumpkin beer. I think he secretly drank a pumpkin beer and it just shut him down, man. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So, Randy, this rando Star Wars song is for you as you uh, chill out over there in your chair doing your neck curls. <laughs> we are the Sports Brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, LiveSportsCaster.com, Google Play Store, man. Keywords are sports and brew. D Stat, it was great to catch up with you a little bit. Shannon, good luck with everything tomorrow. Um, and, hey, hey any, yeah. anybody who has access to uh, to MLB games, uh, David Wright's last game, Saturday night, shall all tune in. I sure as hell will be. You should. I'll be crying because that's who I am. Uh, but uh, it should be nice to see him uh, go out. So hopefully hopefully he has at least one big moment, and they, they should certainly give him the proper send-off by giving him a defensive switch late in the game, let him walk off, and the crowd will go nuts, and it's going to be sad, but um, it'll be entertaining, and I'll be happy to see him one last time. Hopefully it's a, it's a great moment, man. Absolutely. And uh, does David Wright deserve end of the road? He sure does. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So this, this sips for you. Salud. Salud. David Wright's last game, and tomorrow I get to go to Logan's first game. <laughs> nice. Soccer, nice. soccer, baby. Heck yeah. I don't know what song Logan deserves for his first soccer game. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Maybe we'll go Shane. Maybe he's going to go Atomic Dog. There you go. Actually, you know what? You know what? Forget it. We're back to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> We're back to that. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Uh, last game and a first game. I guess dad mode's fully engaged. I get to go to my first soccer game. Four-year-olds nice. playing soccer. I, I was like, I asked Sarah, I'm like, how long does this game last? It can't be 90 minutes. Like, what is it, 15, 30? They're not, they're not that long. 20 man. minutes? No. What, what happens? How long is this thing going to be? Anyway, we'll see. So uh, it's, it's usually a dumpster fire, by the way, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I, I told Sarah we had to make roadies. She looked at me kind of funny, but I'm like, what else are we going to do? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to watch a whole uh, bunch of four-year-olds run around and kick balls, and we're, we're going to have, like, we're going to be uh, empty-handed? No. I, I, I want to see one of you. One, I, I think you should turn oh it into God. one of those, you know, oh, extreme asshole dads. Just, yes. you know, scream, scream at the ref the entire time for shit. I don't know. Yeah. Flip chairs. Don't, become, don't become, beat that guy. Don't no, be that be, guy. Be that guy. But they are who yeah. we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> Don't beat Mike McCarthy on the sidelines, okay? Uh, no. No, won't, won't do that. Won't do that. Oh, man. And that is it for us today. And we leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> 
We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Randy! Fucking thing <laughs> sucks! <laughs> That's tomorrow! Well, it's time, time, time to find out what, uh, what Logan's, Logan's ceiling is, you know? We gotta see what the ceiling is. That's right, that's right. The ceiling is the roof, buddy. The ceiling is the roof. I am not gonna be that parent yelling at a four-year-old, man. How do you fuck that up? No. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Not doing it. It's not gonna be me, man. I wanna be like, oh, you didn't have a good game? Let's go get some ice cream, kid. It's okay. Let's roll. No problemo. That's right. Anyway, we're at the Sports Brew. It's good to catch up with you guys, and we will catch y'all on the flip side. Enjoy the games this weekend. Go Kentucky. How about that? Yes, Hoorah. Yes, just just for Shannon. That's only so we can celebrate with uh, the, the appropriate Kentucky spirits on the other side of a good season. Uh, but anyway, and enjoy the games. Enjoy the fantasy. Enjoy the betting. Have fun with everything, and we will catch y'all next week. From all of us to all of you, good night now. Later, friends. Out, folks. Mark, I'll send those picks to you later on today for college. Uh, sounds good, man. Hey, if you got any favorites, uh, shoot them over as well, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Late. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Randy. Poor Randy. <laughs> Dude's been working his tail off. and Yeah, well, that's been me the last two weeks. <laughs> Randy! <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> dragon's milk tore my ass up. Dude, dra- dragon's milk lays the lumber. I was gonna crack that bottle tonight, but I'm like, I can't do that during the podcast, man. That's gonna shut uh, me down. So that's all right. I'm gonna go crack one more stone IPA, and then I'm gonna, uh, you know, crash out in ten minutes. So sounds like a good right. plan. Uh, I, I still have the, I'm still, I still have the strong ability to do the four hour sleep cycle. I have no problem. That's residual leftovers from. Uh, two kids and like helping to feed them at night uh, and i warned everybody that's having a baby like uh, uh, any guy that i know that's that's going to have a baby i'm like bro learn to be able to sleep four hours and be functional that's your deal whether it's yep. four fifteen or four and a half there's somewhere in there is your sleep cycle you get that right you're going to be good and the great thing is it can carry over in other things like podcasting <laughs> that's right all right from all of us to all of you we'll catch you on the flip side man peace out <laughs> Late. Late. I didn't realize we were still recording. <laughs> we are. We were. We did. And there it is. And that's our that's our exit. <laughs> Actually, one one more time for good measure. Randy. <laughs> good night now. 